With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. Tony Vanetti. Rock icon. Entertainer. Dave Jennings. Florida State Seminole, Watch me raise my and moderately accomplished bowler. <laughs> the Afternoon Underdogs with Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. Show Let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders. Football is like making love to a really beautiful woman. You can't always score, but when you do, it makes all the try worthwhile. Tony Vanetti, lifetime Stiller fan. Who are you calling a psycho? Dave Jennings, lifetime Packers fan, winners of Super Bowl XLV. I've not seen a spectacle of this nature in all my years impersonating a sports guest. Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Try to pair a conversation as such. The Afternoon Underdogs. Brought to you by Click It or Ticket. You're too nice to these guys. On Cards Radio 790 KRD. All right, here we go. That's right. The Afternoon Dogs, the Friday edition of the Dogs. It's Tony Vanetti. Dave is out. He will be back on Monday. We'll broadcast live for Martin Luther King Day at LAC. Trying to get back in shape. We'll take care of you. But today we're talking about the Dukies. The Dukies are in town tomorrow for a noon tip at the Yum Center. And today in uh, in about a half hour, or we're, we might do it at 4 o'clock, depending if we get the folks that are supposed to call in and talk to us today. We're going to do a guess the score for tickets to. We have two tickets for the boat show, two tickets for the RV, I'm sorry, the turkey and deer show, and two tickets for the car show. So that's a six pack of tickets to give away today. All right, the Dukies are in town, and boy, that's what you love about joining the ACC is a matchup with Duke. But it's a couple of their biggest players, Jeffries and. Uh, Grayson, well, Grayson Allen's going to play, but of course he is absolutely, at some point, we'll talk about this, uh, Coach K is out. Coach Krzyzewski is out, and uh, and they come in here hurting, because right, they lost double digits to Florida State a couple of days ago on the road, so they continue on the road, and they're going to be out for blood. They'll be focused, I guarantee you. It's going to be a fantastic game, but I think Louisville will win that game. But when you guess the score today, you got to guess as if you want to try to win. So if you're a UK fan or if you're a UofL fan that thinks that you know they're down for a, a down game for UofL and you want to try to win this six-pack of tickets, guess accordingly. All right, Grayson Allen and the Dukies tomorrow. Let's talk about it now. 571-7900. Grayson and Allen is do they rally around him or is he going to be the distraction people think he is? I mean, it, it, is it? Do you think the rest of the team just loves Grayson Allen or do they like really? Is that what we're doing? Um, I mean, where do you stand on Grayson Allen? Do you think it will be a distraction or do you think he'll rally around him? All right, in fifteen minutes we'll find out why Jeff uh, Bidet is transferring from UK. I'm not. We know why. He's got a fifth year and he's going to go somewhere else and play. Uh, we'll talk to Nick Roush about that in just. A couple minutes, all right? UK fan, where are you on this game? It's Duke 
and it's Louisville on the floor at the same time. What are you going to do? I hope and I assume you're cheering for Louisville. Not cheering, but every once in a while I'll say, yeah, they made that one. You're not cheering for Duke against Louisville, right? Can't imagine that. I saw this tweet a little bit earlier today, an amazing stat. I can't remember who sent it out. It was one of the college basketball writers for the Four Letter Network. The SEC has combined 1-30 and 30 against teams ranked in the top 25 The in the RPI. Only win is Kentucky's victory over North Carolina. That is staggering. That is a shocking stat to start conference play a couple of days ago. Only win in the SEC versus top 25 RPI is Kentucky's victory over North Carolina. They are 1-30. and 30. That is unbelievable. Now, this weekend, we also have football. The playoffs... Start tomorrow. 4.15 tomorrow afternoon, Seattle at Atlanta. The Falcons are minus 5. 8.45 p.m. That's right, we get a Saturday night matchup between Houston. They're at New England. The Patriots are giving 16 points in that game. I can't imagine laying 16 points in any game, especially when Houston has such a good defense. I don't care if New England's at home. 16 points is way too many. We'll talk about Sunday's games here in a second. Line one is who? Ben, you're on with the dogs. What's up? Hey, uh, I'm a Cats fan all my life. Uh, hey, to Crystal Leitner. Hey, Grayson Allen. Just another generation of them. I will be rooting for the Cards all the way. Woo! Does that Sorry. feel weird to say? Uh, yeah, I, I'm good with it. Uh, there's, a, there's probably a lot of uh, uh, Kentucky fans that may not admit it, but they think the same thing also. But, uh, you know, hey, Duke is Duke. In my opinion, probably may not be, you know, anytime soon, but it's going to come out that Coach K is corrupt. The organization is the same way that North Carolina is. Uh, can't stand them, man. Cards all the way. 81 to 64. Cards all the way. I just got a text from Paul Najar that says the Steelers game just got moved to 8.20 Sunday night. Is that accurate? I've got it listed at 1 p.m. on Sunday. So it would follow the Green Bay game at 4.40 at 8.20. That would be um, awesome, by the way. Either way, I'm good to go. 1 o'clock or 8.20. Either way, I'm, I'm okay with that on Sunday. 571-7900. Any UK fans that feel exactly the way this guy did? Ben. Ben said, I'm a UK fan, and he sounded like one. He said, go cards. It's official. There's ice issues in Kansas City. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Game time for the Steelers, which will win the Super Bowl, at Kansas City. Switch to 820 on Sunday night. All right. Act accordingly at that point. All right. So Duke's are, Dukey's in town, 571-7900. We'll talk to Nick Roush in a couple of minutes. We'll try to catch up with the folks we didn't get caught up with uh, this week. I don't think we talked to Kendrick Haskins. We talked to John Bowl just a tad bit. We'll end up getting into some topics that happened all week long, including we started the week off with Clemson as the champion of college football. Yet another ACC team winning the national title, and it will go down as one of the best games Ever. It's instant classic. 
the last play of the game. Well, technically not the last play of the game because there was one second left, an onside kick, and then a a kneel down. But it was the greatest, one of the greatest national championship games of all time. Hey, Mitchell, you're on with the dogs. Hey, I'm a diehard Kentucky fan. Have been all my life, and I guess I'm a kind of an odd fan because I cheer for Louisville anytime they're not playing for Kentucky. Right? You're still in Kentucky. It's a Kentucky school, so I root for them. As long as they're not playing UK, I'm for them. And I, especially with Duke, I will be watching the game and actively cheering for Cardinals to beat Duke. I don't see Sandal. That's awesome. Look at Mitchell. And then, uh, do do you have a take on whether Kentucky should play the new kid? Um, I'm Imanabdu. Imanabdu. This is the first I'm hearing about it. I've okay, been working all day and everything. All right. See, he's a normal guy. He's a working. He's a working guy. He doesn't know what I'm talking about, and they, he shouldn't because he's working. Well, they've got this uh, this freshman that is now eligible. We'll talk about it a little bit later. I'll ask Nick about it. Line two. Adam, you're on with the dogs. Hey, what's up, dogs? What's up, man? Uh, no, man, just wanted to let y'all know, uh, lived in Louisville, born and raised, Duke Blue Devil fan, but uh, I don't know if I see him coming out of this game, buddy. Uh, they're, they're looking a little rough without K. And, uh, you know, Louisville, they've got the potential to, to make us look bad on their court, so I'm hoping Grayson doesn't do no stupid plays to his talent level, you know, doesn't kick me, elbow anybody, and we might have a shot at it. There we go. There's a Duke fan in Louisville says he doesn't think the Dukies are going to win. It is amazing how different the team plays when Coach K is not on the, on the court. It's uh, unbelievable. Remember, he had these back issues a long time ago, whatever, 10, 15 years ago, and they were awful. They were awful without him on the court, and then the second he got back, they were really good. I have no idea if it's a deal with the devil or some sort of magic is going on there. I don't know. But it's weird how the second they can, he can step back on the court, they play better. But again, you think about when Calhoun, remember he had back issues or he had some health issues. He left UConn. They were terrible. The second he walked back in, they were awesome. It is weird how that de- Well, Syracuse. When Bayheim Bayheim was suspended for nine games, they were awful. Second he came back, they were pretty damn good. Five seven one seventy nine hundred. Join Vinetti on the afternoon dogs. Who it is, Mud? Mud. Ron, you're on with the dogs. Hey, Tony, uh, UK fan here. Going to be rooting for Louisville. My take on it is. Louisville's my little brother. I can pick on him, but nobody else outside the family can. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's, uh, that's a good philosophy. That's right. That's right. And, of course, it's a way to dig at Louisville and support him at the same time. That's our little brother. You can't pick on him, right? So uh, Louisville and Duke tomorrow at noon should be a lot of fun. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Nick Roush about uh, Bidette transferring and the basketball game and what's going on with this player that transferred in from Louisville, or I'm sorry, to Kentucky. Uh, will they play him or not? He's supposed to be really good. Maybe not as good as Monk, but he's really good. And they don't even they don't have to play him, which is an embarrassment of riches, whatever. But Louisville and Duke in town tomorrow. We will guess the score starting around 4 o'clock. I'm going to get your scores and we'll talk about the game, and you're up for grabs is six tickets, two 
to the Boat and RV Show, two for the Turkey and Deer Expo, and two tickets for the car show. The winner of that will get all six tickets. Back after this, right here on 790 KRD. I would be remiss, obviously, if I didn't mention Milton Metz. He has passed away at the age of 95. He was old. Um, I'll bring in Nick Roush. Nick, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine, guys. i got to start by apologizing for not calling back last week, but I was going to break my only rule in broadcasting. It's a rule you guys taught me, actually. Mm-hmm. What? Well, there's there's a certain limit you have on adult beverages, <laughs> and um, during one of our broadcasts last year, they were free, and um, when we hit the 5 o'clock hour, I was like, hey, you know, I can do I can do another one. You know what's what's the fourth one going to hurt? And midway through one of my points, I was trying to make. I just thought to myself, "Shut up, Nick! Shut up! Stop talking! <laughs> what are you doing right now?" So when I was on hold last Friday, I just finished number three and was like, "Oh gosh, there, there's no turning back now." So, but I'm back and I've got energy and no adult beverages. It's been a lazy, rainy day watching uh, Netflix. I'm glad you paid attention to us, at least. And, uh, and and we said, you're right. You can drink on the air, but know your limit. Yes. And there's there, there's there's always, it's that line. You know, one or two, you know, that's like drinking a Sprite. You get to three, and then, yep. but then four, it's just... Why, why risk it? You know, uh, there's no reason. No, 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 no. And I know you tweeted out about Milton, Milton Metz. I know you're young. Uh, you did not. Uh, you probably didn't have a lot of interaction with him. Uh, but he oh. obviously the cornerstone of, of broadcasting in radio and television in Louisville. Yeah, and it's like um, you know I grew up with Terry Miners, but he was the Terry Miners before the Terry Miners. Mm-hmm, and that's exactly right. If I believe correctly, he was. He was the first guy that did Sports Talk 840. Is that right? I, you know what? No, I, I don't know that to be true. I know that he did everything. He was a multitasker just like Terry. I just thought it was crazy that even up until this year, he would show up for the crusade. I mean, that just shows you how much he cared about this. What, well, I'll tell you, about two or three years ago, and I'm going to tweet the picture out in a little bit, it's me, Terry, and Milton Metz, and we're about to go on TV, and and this is when he was up and around. and I, So I guess it was at least... Four, three or four years ago, and he comes shuffling into the crusade, and I'm about to go on with him, and I'm smiling, and I can't believe it. I'm like, yes, I get to go on TV with Milton, and but inside my head, I'm thinking, okay, he's older, what's going to go on here? And he starts shuffling over, and I'm like, oh, this is either going to be all, you know, it's what's going to happen here? In my head, I'm starting to go, okay, if if he's not all there, you got to carry, and that was a huge mistake because he looked really <laughs> old. And then when the TV light came on, he perked up. He looked right in the camera, delivered this old guy joke about and made fun of himself <laughs> and was off and running. And I was an afterthought in the break. And I said, always remember that that dude, I, I, was, I said, you know, at some point, I hope I'm at that good. And, and at that age, it was unbelievable. <laughs> so he was, he did the whole thing. And I, I was sort of an afterthought throughout the entire break. And I was just like, Milton Metz is the best. That's it. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, you, and you thought you were the bomb.com. Come on now. I know. <laughs> I know. I got to know my place at that point. And, and speaking yeah. of that, Dukies in Louisville, they play tomorrow at the Yum Center. We've already taken three phone calls from UK fans that say, I'm a big Blue Nation guy, but I will be cheering for the cards against the Dukes. We hate Duke. Oh, that, that's very true. And it's, it's a really weird dynamic that Kentucky fans have with Duke because. We hate them, but we don't ever play them. So it's kind of weird, and it almost seems unjustified. But, like, there's just something about it. You know, they're like the Patriots. 
where you, you really, really hate them, but you kind of respect them because they're always the same. You know, they're always got some white guy that everybody hates. They play good, solid basketball, but it's weird because going in this year, I was just like thinking, man, I'm going to hate this because they're going to be getting even more love than Kentucky got on their undefeated run. They're going to be comparing them, saying that they're better than that Kentucky team. And really, they've just been trash, hot garbage, surrounded by controversy. And I just, I just please pray and hope to God that Grayson Allen trips somebody tomorrow. Like that would be, that would make my day. I just, I never want him to stop. Just I, you know what? Doing it. Here's the thing. <laughs> Remember, he got thrown out last time, last year when he was here. He got thrown really? out of the game. He got six fouls. Remember, he threw a temp- temper tantrum and, and ran off the court. Wait, Grayson threw a temper tantrum. I no know. way. I know. I know. I, I'm hoping for a tantrum. I'm not, and I know everybody's hoping for a tripping. I'm not hoping for a tripping. I'm because I don't really seriously. I don't want like Spalding or someone to fall and break their wrist. You know, I want, I want, I want a tantrum though. I want something that that makes Sports Center. I want it to happen. Oh, of course, of course. And like the thing is, is it'll it'll be one of those kind of slugfest kind of games because it's a must win for both teams. I mean, Duke's off to Florida State. Louisville's off to slow starting the conference. Like. It's gonna have that big game feel that like it was for with the Kentucky game a few weeks back. It's gonna have that feel, and the the way that each team plays, Louisville rides on their defense. Duke just shoots it a lot, and they've got a lot of athletes. I think it's gonna be interesting because I think uh, you know I'd take Jalen Johnson and Dangendell over their guys right now because they don't have Jefferson and Jason Tatum and those guys. They don't look like Kentucky one and done. They look like the kind of eh, Dukey one and done that haven't quite hit their stride, they haven't found the right groove, and they don't even have K there to kind of put them in the right situation to help them succeed. I don't trust Jeff Capel at all. Talking to Nick Roush, former afternoon underdog and current writer for KSR. Uh, what <sighs> Jeff Bidette, he's going to be a fifth year, so he can, and he graduated, so he can play wherever he, he wants to. Is that accurate? Th- that's accurate. It was not fun news to wake up to, um, especially because, like, you came into this year thinking, man, they're they're only losing like eight contributors at all, and a lot of those guys are your kind of six-man rotating off the bench guys. But they lost their two fastest players on the team, Boom Williams and Jeff Bidette. And it makes sense for Bidette. My first thought was, man, this sucks. But then I immediately was like, well, I don't blame him because he was pretty much exclusively the run faster than everybody else down the field and will throw it to you guys this year. He had a he had a really big drop against Georgia, but he's pretty much the reason why they beat Mississippi State. That and Austin McGinnis' big field goal. But he's 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 smart in saying, "Hey, I can play right away. I had a great year. Teams are going to want me, and I know that I can get more touches there." He had his seven catches against Mississippi State were the most by any receiver on a Kentucky team. And if you're trying to get to the next level, you need to be able to have games where you can get ten. Catches and he's just not going to get that in this offense. Kentucky turned into a running offense, so I can't really blame him. But it really sucks to lose your best deep play threat. Uh, yeah, and he's a big body too. They're going to want him. He had what? It's seven? Did he have six or seven hundred yards uh, catch or receiving? And and he had four touchdowns. It was pretty significant for your all's program. Oh, that, well, the thing he had six hundred seventy yards on only like thirty catches. He was. Sixth in the country in yards per catch at 21.4, first in the SEC. He's a big play threat. Now, the, the passing offense struggled for a while. I mean, obviously, you go from Drew Barker, Stephen Johnson, trying to figure things out. But him and Johnson, that was 
his Johnson's best connection. They had the best rapport. The good news for Kentucky, they got a ton of receivers. Their best recruit in this upcoming class, Javante Richardson, plays his position. There's a lot of guys that play his position. And Garrett Johnson, the guy that burned Louisville, he's back. He played someone in that position as their deep play guy. So it's possible that – but you just can't replace that kind of speed. He's the fastest dude on the team, and it sucks to lose him. All right, Louisville plays Duke tomorrow, and Kentucky's got Auburn? Yeah, yeah, it'll be a blowout. But honestly, Tony, I'm more excited about this kid that's re- recruiting tomorrow. This Imadabadabadabo? Um, no, 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 football. Kentucky has a football recruit. Oh. You, like, compare his highlights to John Walls. Like, the second play on there, he does one of those where he runs back, like, 30 yards, and, like, there's no way he's getting out of this. And then he, like, breaks the ankles. Of all 11 guys. He's in town to recruit. They're recruiting him in town tomorrow. No, he's deciding tomorrow. So here's the thing, Tony. He's a Youngstown kid, the number five athlete in America. And he was supposed to decide the week before signing day. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought he was just holding out for an Ohio State offer. Well, he just decided, you know what? I'm done waiting on Ohio State. I'm going to decide Saturday. So all signs are pointing to Kentucky. And if they get this guy... People want to say he's like Randall Cobb. I think he's more like Percy Harvin. Like, just get this dude in the slot, get him in space, and watch him break people's ankles. And you, you talk about how much it hurts to lose Boom Williams. This dude's a big play guy that'll they'll throw him in the Wildcat and he'll play right away. Who is this Imamadou? Amadou Diallo. Amadou he, Diallo. Diallo. Yes, they call him Hami for short. He is um, a he is a eligible freshman now. Yes. Correct. And he is but, he's on campus and practicing with the team. Yes. They don't plan on playing him, which makes sense, but I could see them dressing him and then in a game where somebody gets in foul trouble, maybe you have injury, and all you're left with is Brad Calipari, you're throwing in Hamadou before him because dude is the number one shooting guard in the nation. I saw him down at the Peach Fuzz Jam, and I'll say this, Tony, for a shooting guard, he's a terrible shooter. But, but... And that first time I watched him play, he dunked on everybody. His team was trailing by three. When they needed a three, he had a fadeaway, banked in three with three dudes on him to send into overtime, and he won. So he can come up with big plays. He's going to be really good. I don't think he'll play right away. It's not expected that he'll play right away, but you, you never know. You just never know. All right. Uh, pick these NFL games for me. Seattle at Atlanta. Pick. Um, Seattle, Seahawks. Houston at New England. Is anybody ever going to pick Houston? Yeah, but are you going to lay the 16 points? I, I'm, if it was 30, I would, that's my line where I would say, yeah, they're going to crush them. First game Sunday. Kobe Brissett. First game Sunday is now Green Bay at Dallas. That will be the most watched game, I think, all, all weekend long, correct? Yeah, it will be. It will be. What are the points on it? What is Dallas? Got? Uh, minus four. See, and really, it just comes down to if Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I'm going to take the Packers. Why not? Oh. Cowboys, they, they they can't play from behind. Jordy, you know, you up. know, Jordy has been he's out. He's not playing. Yeah, but they got Randall Cobb. Yeah, oh, there we go. There <laughs> we go. It always goes back to BBN. And then they've changed yeah. the Pittsburgh Kansas City start time from 1 p.m. to 8:20 because of weather conditions. What? Yeah, it's no longer at 1 o'clock. They have pushed back the, the the kickoff time for Sunday for Pittsburgh at Kansas City to 8.20 p.m. So instead of 
playing in 30 degrees, it's going to be 10 degrees. Yes. I'll take Pittsburgh <laughs> oh, in that game. I'll take Pittsburgh. You know, I, I can't, even though the Chiefs are good off a of bat, how can you pick against the Steelers late at night? Like, I, as much as I want to hate on Big Ben and all mm-hmm. that stuff, like, you, your Steelers are fun to watch, Tony. They are. Thank you. Thank you, Nick Ross. It's very big of you. How how is the uh, how is the mayor of of the South End? How is the mayor of of Dixie Highway doing, Nick? You're doing well. It's, You're married I'm yet? I'm doing well. I'm not married yet. No, but I I've had time to exhale finally from bowl traveling and New Year stuff. And my sister's getting married, and so she came in town with the in laws, and it was just it was a whole circus. We still have our Christmas tree and all of our Christmas decorations up. At our house, so oh. it's it's been a wild time. <laughs> but I will say the bowl game was fun, even though Kentucky lost. It was fun. You <laughs> talked about that uh, that Depot Brady's where it was yes. just unexpected. Yes, this one made it fun. You're down in Florida, like I was staying on the beach, and like the UK fans running around. So it was just kind of cool because you're only used to seeing the basketball fan at yes. something like that, mm-hmm. and it was cool to see like the football fans, the guys who go to all the games and watch us lose, finally get a reward for it. So it was fun. They didn't get the win. Um, but, you know, life goes on. I'm good. Nick Roush, a former afternoon underdog. Thanks for your time, buddy. I appreciate it, Tony. You have a wonderful night, and good luck tomorrow. Strippers versus trippers. Oh, you knew you had to fit it in. You goof. i got to let you go on that. Got to cut you off. Thank you so much. Tomorrow is going to be a great day. For the Vanetti household, it's great because it's uh, wrestling districts. Top four move on to regions. Top four from region goes on to state, so we're excited about that. We'll be at Fern Creek in the morning to do that. I'll leave a little bit early, or I'll leave a little bit after we get there, and I'll head out to the Yum Center to watch the Duke game. Of course, Louisville and Duke cannot wait. It is. It was a great atmosphere the other night for the pit game. I think it was just so. It was too long between home games. You had Virginia, and then you had, and you waited just a couple of weeks for this road trip, and then you finally came back. There wasn't an empty seat on a Thursday night. It was Thursday, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Wednesday night. Wednesday night game at seven o'clock usually isn't packed at seven o'clock. It was. It was full, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, but you just heard. Pittsburgh time for Kansas City. Pittsburgh Sunday has moved to eight twenty for that game, and and Nick brings up a good point. Wow, it's going to be even like twenty degrees colder at eight twenty than it is going to be at one o'clock. But they're trying to dodge an ice storm that's coming through there, which will be a little nasty. All right, we are rolling, folks. Five seven one seventy nine hundred. In thirty minutes, we will guess the score. We'll take your name and the score that you're going to predict for Duke and Louisville tomorrow. You will win. A six-pack of tickets to the Turkey and Deer Expo, to the car show, and two tickets to the boat show. So I got you covered. Okay? All right? Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street. I love my GE washer, dryer, stove, and microwave. I also got... what is What else did I purchase from... That's only four. I got five appliances. Oh, dishwasher. And the dishwasher. All from Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street. You're looking for appliances this weekend. Save hundreds, maybe even a thousand bucks on an appliance. If you go to Bargain Supply, they have an entire city block, and if they don't have it, they'll order it for you. They have it from the night. I think they have like a twelve thousand dollar stove. So if you're looking for something really nice, they got it. If you're looking for a stove that's got a scratch on it and you want to save a couple of hundred bucks, they do that too. Bargain Supply. Go by and see them, East Jefferson Street. They have their own parking lot and all. It's 
it's a really good deal. So go on by and say hi. Back after this on 790 KRD. All right, folks, uh, top of the hour, we'll do the guest to score for the six-pack tickets, man. So uh, just sit tight. Uh, you won't have to do anything next week because we'll have you taken care of if you win that bad boy. Again, two pairs of tickets to the Deer and Ex- or Turkey and Deer Expo, the Car Show, and the Boat Show. So you're taken care of there. Let's go to the Main Source Bank phone lines. And, Brian, you're on with the dogs. What's up? Tony, how you doing? Doing good. I didn't get to. Didn't get to catch a whole lot of your show Wednesday when you were talking about autographs and who you'd pay for. Uh, what were some of the big ones? Oh, for uh, you know what we didn't really get we didn't dive too deep into that one. I I personally, boy, I don't. You might have to bring something, but somebody back from the dead for me to pay for an autograph. Tell you the truth, yeah, yeah well, yeah, the champ. You know, we have to go with Muhammad Ali being right. a home guy, right? Uh, yeah, but for you, any uh, any any names that you would pay for? The steel curtain. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. How much will we pay for that one? Yeah, get some Bradshaw and Mean Joe Green and Yep. Elsie uh, Greenwood. Them, huh? It was Dwight White, Elsie Greenwood, uh, Mean Joe Green. The, the that front four man. Come on. Yeah, all of them. So anyway, okay. Right, cards, right. We'll have to burn that shirt that says we root for the Cats and whoever <laughs> plays the Cardinals. Right. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have to root for the Cardinals this weekend. Yeah, all right. That's the fourth UK guy. Thanks for calling, man. Uh, that's the fourth UK guy. Go called in and said, "I'm not cheering for Duke." I can tell you that now. That is not going to happen. Uh, Five seven one seventy nine hundred is the phone number. Yes, Dukey and Louisville tomorrow at noon. We'll do the guess the score here at the top of the hour. So please join us. Milton Metz again has passed away. Uh, the most significant TV and radio personality um, before Terry Miners and. Terry sort of, you know, Milton Metz, if anybody you ask anybody, will tell you that that, that guy was the multitasker, the radio, the news, the weather, uh, television, didn't matter. He got it, uh, he covered it all, and for a very long time, and from the beginning here in Louisville. Uh, matter of fact, when I started dating my wife in the mid-1990s, uh, the same company had bought, Clear Channel had and purchased WQMF, so we were going to have our very first Christmas party together. So usually uh, QMF Christmas parties were debauchery and craziness, and it was just our station. It was about 25, 30 employees. So they had a conversation with us and said, look, everybody needs to be on their best behavior. We're having our first Christmas party with the Clear Channel people, which means HAS and all AMZ and all those guys. We're like, okay. Well, I said, at the time, I'm dating my wife. I said, let's go. And there's a lot of personalities that work there. You know, there's uh, Terry Miners, Coyote Calhoun, all these personalities. And the one person she wanted to meet, Milton Metz. As a matter of fact, she I could remember Jackie being so happy because she got to walk through the food line with Milton Metz, and she was over the top. So even after he was pretty much done, this was like 95, 96, even when that, and he was already retired for three years, she was over the top, over the moon, happy just to meet Milton Metz. And he was the best. David, you're on with the dogs. What's up? Just wanted to throw a little opinion out here, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, why the Kentucky faithful hate Duke so much. Honestly, when a Kentucky fan looks in the mirror, they look, what they see right back at them as a Duke fan, the elitist, holier-than-thou sense of entitlement horses' ass. So, you know, they're just mirror images of one another, and 
that's you know all we ever do is beat Dukes behind. They just can't seem to do it. So uh, any anyway, that, that's just my own opinion. Just wanted to see what your thoughts were. Thank you, David. <laughs> well, there we go. He's stirring the pot a little bit. He could have called it three oh five. That'd have been good. Sean, you're on with the dogs. Uh, yes, as a Kentucky fan, I would just like to say that when Duke and Louisville play, I'm rooting for a tornado to hit the building. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for keeping it classy? There you go, Sean. It's okay as long as it's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's not really tornado uh, season, but with this weather being crazy, you never know what's going to happen with the weather. And there we go. So we've had five UK fans and one that's honest. Right? You knew that was going to be part of the conversation we had today. It is the two teams that Kentucky hates the most, Louisville and Duke, and it ain't close. Somebody, Nobody can call in and say, oh, UK hates Florida or Tennessee, doesn't know. No. No, it's Duke and it's Louisville. Those are the two teams they hate, and they're playing each other on Saturday at noon. Again, Pittsburgh and Kansas City move to the 820 kickoff. That is going to be a fun game to watch. Two great teams. The only uh, caveat I have or uh, apprehension I have with Pittsburgh is that because I think they're going to win. They had such an easy time with Miami. It's hard to you know focus back and really be on your game in the next game. I, I think Pittsburgh played at a high level partly because Miami wanted no part of Pittsburgh and that weather. I think Miami laid down. I think Pittsburgh took it to them. But at some point, you can, you should not be able to. I know Pittsburgh's good, but you should never be able to at that drive in the second quarter where the Steelers handed the ball off to Le'Veon Bell 12 times in a row. Was it 11 times in a row? And ended up scoring in the end. They drove all the way down the field and, and ran the same play. They ran basically the same play and handed the ball off to Le'Veon Bell. That told me right there, Miami wanted no part of Pittsburgh. That's a tough game to play in and then get and try to be focused the next game because you have such an easy time. Now, the opposite's also to where you have a dogfight, it goes into overtime, people are banged up. But that's the only problem I have. Other than that, I think they win. I'm not sure if Green Bay without Jordy can beat Dallas at Dallas. But I think Green Bay's good enough to do it. It's just a problem with play, playing at Dallas. And will you get the calls? Do you have to play the refs also? Seattle, Atlanta, Houston, and New England. I don't have as many takes on that. Those games. I didn't see enough Atlanta or Seattle games to, to tell you that's going to be a definitive win either way. Atlanta is minus five. New England is giving 16 points for tomorrow's game at 845. And that will be, I mean, they are primetime NFL Saturday night, 845, Houston and New England. Two huge markets. And then Sunday night football, Kansas City and Pittsburgh for playoff games. Loser goes home. The ratings are going to be stupid huge. Call us if you have an opinion on any of those games. And the fact that uh, Kentucky fans are cheering for Louisville on Saturday. It's a fact. That's right. Kentucky fans are cheering for Louisville on Saturday night. We're also going to go back and talk about the, the topics from the week. Kentucky struggled against Vandy at Vandy. We're still waiting on the Cal and Rick podcast. 
the the opinions are it's either going to be boring or awesome. Most people are looking at it's probably going to be weird, right? Weird and boring. There, no nobody is really kind of going in the category of it's going to be awesome. Louisville beat Pitt in a great great game in front of that young center crowd. Rick tore his jacket off and had his shirt unbuttoned. He was sweating and crazy, even though they were up twenty six with seventeen to go in the second half. And but that's college basketball. You can be better than another team in every aspect of the game. Free throws, defense, offense, outcoached, you're getting the whistles, everything's going your way. And with a couple minutes left, it's a four-point game. It's unbelievable. You get some turnovers, you hit some threes, and it's like, really? For 35 minutes, you can dominate a team in college basketball and you're never out of the game. You are never out of the game in college basketball. So even when you're up 26 with 17 to go, you've got to continue to watch because this is not over. The other big story that dominated the headlines the last couple of days, Todd Grantham leaving for Mississippi State, your defensive coordinator, and Louisville getting their defensive coordinator, Peter Sermon. Trading defensive coordinators with Mississippi State is basically what happened and there's all kinds of opinions of what went down there, but that's major college. That's just football. It's kind of like a Monopoly game. It is weird. I'll trade you Boardwalk for <laughs> Park Place. That's exactly right. And I don't know who, uh, I, you know, some people think, the problem is some people think Todd uh, Grantham, Todd Grantham is, is Park Place. And Peter Sermon is Boardwalk. Does that make sense? Does, yeah. it, isn't Park Place more expensive to live than Boardwalk? No, Boardwalk is most expensive. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Well, I got that wrong. You just don't want, um, what, Indiana Avenue or something. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to talk to you about Hoosiers, the term Hoosiers. Uh, Matt, you're oh, okay. on with the dogs. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Kentucky fan for Duke. What? I'm a diehard Kentucky fan, man. I hate Duke because of Christian Leitner. Right. Right, so... I hate Louisville every year. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow, when they're playing, your interest level is whatever it is. But when you when if Louisville makes a three, are you going yeah, or are you saying ugh? I'm saying ugh. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like I can't I can't do it. Like I I, I don't I mean yeah I don't like Grace and Allen, but that's just because he's a punk. But like. Christian Leitner is what ruined Duke for Kentucky. That's why it's such a rivalry. It's just Christian Leitner. Louisville's are, in my opinion, our biggest rivalry as a Kentucky fan. Like, I just, I can't do it. I, I mean, I pull for Louisville as long as they're not playing Kentucky. But in this particular situation, I got, I got to pull for Duke. No, <laughs> Matt, see you, buddy. Holy moly, that's not good. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, but would he wear Duke gear in front of his U of L buddies tomorrow? Would you put on Duke gear if you knew you were going to be hanging out with Louisville guys tomorrow? That is a tough, tough question to ask yourself as we move forward with this game. So, getting back to the headlines from the week, Todd Grantham leaves for Mississippi State for Peter Sermon. That was uh, that was a headliner, Ronda Rousey. She spoke for the first time through Instagram and basically quoted J.K. Rowling's. I, I can't kid you. I'm not kidding you. She just basically took a quote and just pasted it on Instagram, and that's her quote. She made $3 million 
in that in 48 seconds, and she's riding off in the sunset. Apparently, she has got herself a guy, and they're going to get married, and she's already talking about having kids and settling down, so there you go. She's done. She made her money, and she's out. Who's her guy? I don't know. It's not Turtle from Entourage. No, no, no. They were dating in a movie. Yes, one. right. She, he had to. He had to go fifteen seconds with her, right? right? And then if he went thirty seconds, she'd you know she'd date him in fifteen seconds, but she'd do the other thing if he lasted thirty seconds right. in the ring with her. Yeah. Steeler Tim Bob, buddy, our game has changed to eight twenty on Sunday night. Oh wow! You're kidding. No, it went from one p.m. to eight twenty. They're afraid of this uh, ice storm that's headed through. Well. That's okay, because they'll give me. I won't have to rush home from church. That that'd be fine. Listen, I I heard a rumor that Ron Rousey was uh, caught seen with uh, uh, Grayson Allen. No, 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 that, no. Grayson Allen's not even not nearly man enough. No, that's true. Listen about the game. A couple callers ago said that uh, they're diehard Kentucky fan, but they would pull for Duke. I'm a diehard Kentucky fan, but I would rather see Louisville win than ever, ever root for Duke. Yeah. That'd be that, that, that'd be a, just absolute the last straw. There's no way I would root for Duke I think under that, any circumstances. I think that's a consensus for most UK fans. Thank you, Steeler Tim Bob, buddy. Uh, yeah, they. I think that's most UK fans, and it's the majority that's called this in this first hour here of our Friday broadcast of the Afternoon Underdogs. I am Tony Vanetti. Uh, thanks for joining us. You can join the show at 571-7900. I will play a little bit later in the show. I've got Howie Lindsay and his interview with Bobby Petrino earlier this morning. goes about 13 minutes. Very informative, especially about the new hires and all that and, and uh, the postseason, what they've been doing and all that. So we'll, we'll hear from them in the next hour. But meanwhile, we are still talking about the stories of the week, including all of the NFL games and the basketball games. Kentucky has all Auburn, Louisville has Duke. The NFL games start tomorrow. Don't forget Saturday and Sunday games. That's what I love about the NFL is that you get all weekend long games. Let's get back to the phone lines and talk to Carol. Carol, what's Hi, up? How are you? Hey. You know, I tell everybody, all the UFL people, I am one of the good UK people. <laughs> I dislike Duke. I dislike North Carolina. And I root for every team in the state of Kentucky. Unless I'm playing you, so that we are a better state than they are. So you're saying you are cheering for Louisville tomorrow? I am definitely cheering for Louisville tomorrow, and I will have on Louisville clothing. And then, of course, our Steelers play on Sunday night. Yes, and I'm ready to watch them win that game. You're dressed out in your gear. You got the hat, the terrible towel. You got the jersey. I got the Ben Roethlisberger jersey. I got the whole works. I've got the earrings, the beads, everything. Holy smokes, barbecue, man. Are you going to sell a lot of wings this weekend? Yes, I am. <laughs> tell everybody, hey, tell everybody we said hi, Carol, all right? I will, dear. Love right. you, bye. Hi, babe. I don't know whose barbecue they brought the other day here for one of the meetings, but, Mud, it's still in the kitchen and it's in the refrigerator. Uh, Dave and I found them yesterday. We've been microwaving it up and eating just the meat. Wow. Yeah. I don't care it's been sitting in there for two or three days, it's still good. Especially if it's got a lot of that barbecue fat on it. You microwave it. It's like, oh, yeah. That's good stuff right now. Uh-huh. Monday, we're going to be broadcasting live at LAC. It is Martin Luther King Day, and I know most of us have it off, and they've offered us the day off, but we have committed to LAC, so we're going to be there broadcasting live. It's an opportunity to join the gym at the cheapest price you could ever uh, join. 
And we encourage you to do that and set some new goals in 2017. And it's just a, it's a really cool community to join over there at LAC. My wife and I will be there after I get off tonight. Yeah. All right. Sternberg Automotive, Preston Highway. Please stop on by and look at the work trucks. If you're looking for a work truck, they have hundreds of them, and they're about half the price of a new truck. They got a couple miles on them, but they're fleet vehicles. They have been maintained, and they, uh, they have logged all the maintenance. They know exactly what it is. I love my work truck. I mean, it's built for work. It's got things on it I've never seen on a, on a truck before, right? And plus, I love that big V8, man. I put my foot down, and it goes. I love that thing. So they have 150s, 250s, 350s, box trucks, whatever you need, cargo vans. They got you covered, hundreds of them. A new work truck's going to be fifty, fifty-five thousand dollars $55,000. These are work trucks, not regular old trucks. You can get in there and get one for about half that at Sternberg Automotives. Talk to uh, Steve James. I've told you about the parking lot. When you pull in there, there's these signs on the corner. Reserve for, got the name there, 25-year employee. 15-year employee, 20-year employee. They've all worked there forever because they make great deals for folks. Sternberg Automotive, plus they have 250 used cars. Hour one is in the books. I'm going to get to hour number two next. We are going to guess the score next. Duke and Louisville. If you guess the winner and the score, you're going to win a six-pack of tickets, and I'll tell you to what next. Stick around right here on the Afternoon Underdogs. I'm Tony Vanetti on 790 KRD. An iHeart Radio station. Click It or Ticket proudly presents the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. All right, welcome back right here. Uh, hour number two of the Afternoon Underdog. Sorry, you caught me off guard here, man. Uh, we are rolling through on a Friday afternoon. Dave is out. He'll come back. He's celebrating 10 years with his lovely wife. That's right. 10 years. Uh, so he'll be back on Monday. We'll be broadcasting live at LAC at that point. All right, man. We are going to guess the score here this hour. We waited for an hour to kind of set it up for you, try to get you to uh, handicap this thing really well. U of L and Duke game tomorrow at the Yum Center at noon. Tell us what the score is going to it's going to be, you pick the winner and the score, and we will roll you two tickets to the Turkey and Deer Expo, two tickets to the Boat and RV Show, and two, two tickets to the Car Show. We got you covered, all right? So 571-7900, that is the phone number. So you're, you're taken care of for the entire situation. And, yes, everyone has confirmed. I know there's a lot of Steelers fans in town. Because I, I, everywhere I go, Steelers, 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 Steelers gear. 8.20 now. Steelers and Chiefs were originally planned to play off. They'll play their game at 1 p.m. on Sunday. It is now 8.20 on Sunday. All right? So they have changed that because of weather conditions in Kansas City. There's an ice storm coming through. It certainly won't be better for the players because it'll be much colder at 8.20. And that's Eastern Standard. So it'll be a little bit better because is that, I'm assuming... It's an hour earlier, so 7.20 their time on kickoff. So there you go. Phone lines are lighting up now at 571-7900. Pick the, uh, pick the winner, pick the score, give me a little something else, and then roll on, and we'll move on. 
Uh, Jeff Bidette is going to transfer from UK as one of their reliable wide receivers this year and has done really well for them. He's a big body, great hands, and he is going to transfer. It's a situation where he's played his years, but he's graduated. He's got a year of eligibility. He can play wherever he wants. He will get recruited uh, heavily by whoever, and he'll play one season somewhere. Wide receiver is one of those positions to where you can transfer in and do some damage because, you know, these, these routes are all the same these days. You're an X, Y, or a Z, and you can uh, learn the system pretty fast, especially if you're on the outside. You only have a couple of jobs to do. Go get the ball. Run your route. Go get the ball. 571-7900 is the phone number. So Jeff Bidette disappointing UK fans today. Grayson Allen will head back into the Yum Center. Remember the last time he was here, he had a little problem. He had a, tant- a temper tamper tantrum that then, okay, but it wasn't nationally. If he did that tomorrow, if he did the last time what he did at the Yum Center, he does it again tomorrow, it would make national news. It would. And we've asked the UK fans what you're going to do. What you going to do? Cheer for Louisville or cheer for Duke? If you're going to watch the game, you know you can't just sit there. At some point, because I've done this, at some point while you're watching the game, you start to cheer for one side or the other. If you're competitive, you do that stuff. So if you're going to sit and watch the game, and why wouldn't you? It's two of the top teams in the country. Even though uh, is going to coach, you're going to pick a side. Hey, Jiggle and Jeff, what's up, buddy? What's up? I'm going to try to predict the score. Okay. I'm going to go Duke, 83-75. Oh, Duke's winning 83-75. Sorry, dude. Sorry, man. You know, I, I got to do it for the money. I know. I all know. Right. That's all, right, all I got. All right, Jiggling. We'll talk to you. 83-75. Jiggling Jeff starts off the predictions with a Duke win. Mud, how many think how many people do you think will pick Duke in this little tenure here, this little thing here? I think about thirty percent. I think it might be higher. You do? Yeah, I think it might be split in the half. I don't I know. I think uh they're coached down and Louisville's been playing really strong. I think they're gonna take them. Yeah. I agree with you. And that means we'll probably that means Louisville will lose and you and I will be wrong. Oh man, I hate that. And by the not way, jinx them. By the way, Hoosier. Yes. You're officially a Hoosier now. You know that. Yes. You saw that. Well, they passed the law. Oh, no. I, they, no, what is that? They uh, A couple of Indiana senators did not want to be called Indiana, Indianans again anymore. They want to be I didn't officially. I that was a word. So the, yes, right. So officially, per the United States government, people who live in Indiana are Hoosiers. Okay. <laughs> Go figure. I don't know if we needed that, but right. nice to know what they're doing. Uh, you got it. Good business. You got it anyway. Kevin, you are on with the afternoon underdogs. Guess the score tomorrow. Got to go with my card, 71-66. 71-66? Yep, card win. Go I, card. Like, I like that score. Thank you, brother. Kevin is in for the cards. I'm going to try to keep track here on L. Duke picks here. We got one and one right now. Okay. John, you're on with the dogs. Two days in a row. How's hey, that? Hey, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Um, first of all, I don't need the ticket, so I, or I guess if I want them, I could give them to somebody. Yeah. 
don't know. What, what, which one of the tickets for again? Tell me. I'm sorry. The, the boat and RV show is a lot of fun. The turkey and deer expo is if you're going to go out and kill stuff, drag it home, and oh. eat it. No, I thought these were future games. No, no. never mind. Yeah. Okay, no. But but turn that first score around, 85-73 Louisville. I like that. All right, 85-73. But, but i got to tell you, yeah. I think tomorrow with, like, our 0-2 start and then winning, Grayson Allen, and even counting Kentucky games, I think tomorrow could be one of the nuttiest times ever in that arena. I think it's going to be just I would agree with time. you, John, if it was – Four o'clock tip. If it was a three o'clock tip, if it was a nine o'clock tip, for sure it would be the dumbest night ever at the Young. Well, no, yeah, there won't be any liquored up for it, but you, what's wrong with noon? Where you gotta be on Saturday morning? No, 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 no. I'm talking about booze. If you let that, oh, you, yeah. if Duke oh, yeah. was in the yeah. house and it was a six o'clock tip, it would be crazy. Yeah, I just think, though, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of on a little roll. We need to get on there. And uh, with the Grayson Allen thing, I I, I just I can't read, wait to read the signs. Yeah, no, no, no. All the signs. All the signs. All the signs. You know, the obvious one is, you know, how was your trip, you know? <laughs> I mean, that is, that's going to be a lot of fun. No, 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 John. Thanks you. Thank you for contributing. That's That's true. No, that's true. The signs are going to be fun to read. Michelle, you're on with the dogs. Hi, I want to go with 78 cards, 71 Duke, and I'm a Cats fan, but I got to root for the cards against Duke. Oh, there you go, Michelle. Awesome. <laughs> uh, that's, All right. That's great. I'll Thanks. see you, Michelle. Thanks. Most, uh, a majority of the UK fans that have called today are said, oh, yeah, I'm cheering for the cards. I, there's no way in hell I'm cheering for Duke. Phone lines are rolling here on the afternoon underdogs. Let's get Calvin on. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? I'm gonna. T- I'm a Louisville fan, but I'm going with Duke eighty, Louisville seventy two. I just don't think Louisville's got the discipline to beat uh, Duke. Sort of reminds me of Kentucky with a lot more experience, and Louisville won that seventy three seventy. So yeah, Duke eighty, Louisville seventy two. Okay, all right. Sounds like it's going to be a good game in your estimate. Look, it, it is. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere, that's for sure, because just Duke incites that wherever they go. But when you're in the Yum Center, that's 22,000. He gets loud. Jason, you're on with the dogs. Yeah, I'm going to say Louisville 87, Duke 82. 87, 82, that's a lot of scoring. I love it. Does, uh, does uh, Grayson get thrown out at some point during the game? I sure hope so. Right, we'll add that. You got to uh, you got to guess the score, and on the side, does Grayson get uh, thrown out of the game? Five seven one seventy nine hundred. Kentucky's just got Auburn. This is where the conference play really shows its teeth for U of L and UK. Is that Louisville? Louisville obviously plays in the ACC, which is a dream. If you're if you're in a if you're a basketball crazy school, which all well, we are here, ACC is heaven. Used to be the Big East. I mean, it really did. But now we took some of the best of the Big East and joined the ACC, which was the other great basketball conference. So you have these games with Virginia and Duke and Syracuse, North Carolina, and tomorrow's another one. So here we go. August, you're on with the dogs. His name is Duke, and it rhymes with puke. 
And that means Cafe Rock. <laughs> How about that one? Huh? <laughs> Last in the past, baby. That uh, is, baby. That all is. Right. Uh, before I get into it, what about this Grayson Allen? Do you remember when the World Cup was going on and we had the dude that was the biter? Yeah, yeah. Is this not a tripper? Do we have a tripper on our hands? I mean, dude, this is deep-rooted, right? Yeah. This is deep-rooted. All right. So I'm going to go uh, Duke 78 uh, to 73. How about that? Duke winning 78-73. I got you, man. Yeah, man. Keep up the good work, brother. All right. See you, August. So right now it's four to three, U of L. People are it's it's almost even here. And I told Mud I thought it would be half. So we're we're getting close to that. Bob, you're on with the dogs. Good afternoon, underdogs. What's up, man? I think it's I think it's going to be a great game. I do believe Louisville wins with a score of seventy four to sixty eight. I believe Harry Giles is big for Duke, though. I do believe Grayson Allison Allen will also get his. He may not have a temper tantrum. There's going to be at least one moment in the game where everybody's going to look at it and be like, oh, did he mean something by that? Yes. Or did he push that guy on purpose? And he's got a microscope on him. He's going to be looked at that way the rest of the season. But I do believe uh, Dang Adele and Donovan Mitchell will at least combine for 45. And that big Band-Aid that we have in the sky, Honest My Move will have at least four blocks in the game and contribute heavily on the inside. Great call. Thank you, Bob. It's 5-3 now, U of L over Duke. Smith and Sosa. That's the backcourt that started for a couple of years in a row. Smith and Sosa. And their thing, if you ever went to a game and were lucky enough to sit close to the court, you knew the one thing that Smith and Sosa did was get into the head of the other players on the other team. And who did they concentrate on? the head cases for the other teams. It was comical. Smith and Sosa, how they would talk. So even, and they did it the whole game. So if you were both bent over grabbing your shorts and smell the game and you're tired and you're both bent over and you're sitting to check up and you're going to play some defense with the guy, they would talk constantly to these guys and just annoy them. Smith and Sosa are on this team tomorrow. Grayson Allen will be thrown out of the, for the year. Something would happen. Promise you. Charlie, you're on with the dogs. What's up, Tony? Uh, I agree with you on that Pittsburgh-Miami uh, analysis there that, that Miami just uh, they wanted no part of the weather, number one. And then when Pittsburgh just kept down and then down their throats, uh, yeah, they, they were done by the second quarter. You're right. I've never, seen, I've never seen an NFL game, an NFL team, want no part of actually playing the game like Miami last week. Well, you could tell when they'd go to tackle, they would just try to bump into somebody. They weren't reaching their arms out. They weren't trying to really get in there, man. They were cold. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. They had, yeah, they were uh, awful. They had no interest at all. Um, and I got an idea for a sign tomorrow. You know, you told that story about Earl Clark saying, Coach P, I must be tripping. Yeah. I thought we were in mad, right? Do a little one of those fat heads of Earl Clark with a bubble coming off saying, Coach P, he must be tripping. <laughs> and, and for my prediction, I like uh, – does anybody know if Jefferson's playing tomorrow for them or not yet? No, he is not. He's out. He's not. Okay, well, that solidifies my choice then here. I'm going to go 75-60 cards. 75-60 cards. Great call, Charlie. Yeah, man, my favorite quote. Earl Clark telling the story. And Earl Clark comes down the floor, guy goes right by him. Scores. Rick's like, what is going on? 
Come back down floor, come back down again on defense. Guy goes right by him. Rick calls timeout. And Rick does that hands up like, what are you doing? And Earl Clark in that voice, oh, Coach P, I must be tripping. I thought we was in man. (laughs) And you know, Rick was just like, oh, get back out there. How can you be mad at him when he says that? Coach P, I must be tripping. I thought we were in man. <laughs> Jack, you're on with the dogs. Hey, I'm picking U of L 82, Duke 73, and Grayson Allen definitely gets thrown out early in the second half. I like it. That would be just epic. That's a perfect day tomorrow. Louisville wins, Grayson Allen gets thrown out. Awesome, awesome results. Right now, Louisville picks are, are, are blowing past Duke. 7-3 to three right now, U of L over Duke. Picking the score for tickets. We're going to do it here in the first part of the 4 o'clock hour. I'll do it again at the 5 o'clock. We'll move on to other subjects here in the next hour, or the next half hour here. But 571-7900, and here's the deal. You get two tickets for the Turkey and Deer Expo. That's for hunters. Two tickets for the Car Expo. I believe Matt Bevan was out there. Governor Matt Bevan was out there earlier. And two tickets for the Sport uh, Boat and RV Show, which is one of my favorite events all year long. So two tickets to each one of those events if you guess the winner and the score. B. Russ, you're on with the dogs. Go. All right. I got a 77 to 76, the Cardinals. Cardinals. And that's how it's going to go down. All right. Grayson Allen make it through the whole game or get teed up or thrown out? Oh, man. He's he's going to have three fouls for halftime, and uh, he'll probably get his other two in, in the third court. There you go. It's a storyline, folks. Grayson Allen. I wonder if other Duke fans like him. Like, do Duke fans like him or do they are like, ugh, please move on to the NBA? And I know they like him because he basically, was he not the player of the game or he was one of the MVPs for the national title game against Wisconsin as a freshman? But all this, it brings the negative light to Duke. They can't, they can't really, they can't like him, right? Kathy, you're on with the dogs. Hey, how are you doing today? Good. Good. I have a prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 76-73, U of L. All right. All right. Kathy, where are you calling from? On the road on Westport Road. Are you a big U of L or UK fan? Oh, U of L, absolutely. Okay. How long have you been a U of L fan? I started watching U of L uh, when Denny Crum was there. Right. I was about 10 years old. Yeah. I was telling the story at work the other day. Uh, the only time I ever cried at work was when Denny Crum was resigning. Oh. And I cried like a baby. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I'll tell you this. I'm, a, I'm in the same boat as you are. But a couple of years ago when they used to do their show here, I would come to work and there would be Denny in the little cafeteria area we have at at, uh, at the studios and he'd be drinking his coffee and I'd just sit down and talk to him for 15, 20 minutes at a pop. And I think that would be so cool. It was the cool. I appreciate the call. It was, it was the coolest thing ever. 
I used to go to bed at night when I was 16 years old with Billy Reed's book, Born to Coach, sitting on my nightstand next to my bed. I mean, I became a U of L fan because of Denny Crum and the style of basketball and the fact that it was one of the three or four things we were famous for in Louisville. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Back in the 70s and 80s, if you said, I'm from Kentucky, the first thing people said were, oh, fried chicken. And you go, yes. Second thing, Ali. Third thing, Denny Crum. Churchill Downs. Those are four things. But Denny Crum, by himself, was in that category of the other four. Ali, Denny Crum, Churchill Downs, and KFC. But it was never KFC. Anybody old enough know they do, they called it Kentucky Fried Chicken. No one ever called it KFC. And then somewhere along the line, they were like, well, Kentucky Fried Chicken doesn't sound healthy. So let's just say KFC. But growing up, you always said Kentucky Fried Chicken. You never said KFC. That was a marketing ploy back in the late 80s and 90s. Let's go to Brian. We're going to take his break long, and then we'll we'll drop this uh, guess the score in just after these three callers here. Brian, you're on with the dogs. Go. What's up, Zanetti? What's going on, buddy? What's up, dude? Hey, man. Feels good. I'm sorry about my voice. Me and my laryngitis is kicking my butt today. Damn. Hey, I, I got a score for you. All right. Uh, UVL's going four fingers deep on Duke, 73-69. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> Have a good one, Bye, bye buddy. <laughs> it is now 10-3 to 3 for the picks. U of L over Duke. Coming out strong. Billy Joel, you're on with the Duke on the dogs. Hey. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? 71-67 DeVille. All right. Climbing ahead. All right. Grayson Allen make it through the game without a T or getting thrown out? Oh, he'll stumble sometimes. He will. I like it. And uh, Louisville will get him there. They'll help him along the way. Vinny, you're on with the dogs. Hey, buddy. I got a score prediction and a quick story about Grace Allen. Okay. Uh, I think the, I think the score, uh, 81-79 card. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about Grayson Allen. Maybe it's a mental thing. Uh, so my wife is a psychiatrist, so I, I asked her about it. She doesn't know who Grayson Allen is. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, no, he, he's, he doesn't have him. He's just a punk. You know, he just sounds like he's entitled. She said, what, does he play for Duke or something? So I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, I love it. That is a great call. She doesn't watch basketball, but she knew that a crazy player must be played for Duke. That is awesome. All right, coming up after the break, we'll stop the uh, predictions for now and pick it up again at 5 o'clock. So right at 5 o'clock, we'll do it again to get the hour going. And then we'll roll back to some other topics. But meanwhile, I want you to call Mid-America Security at 452-6277. First three months are on them when you mention this ad. And you need to make sure your house is taken care of. You like your stuff, right? Because here's what you don't want to do. Deal with an insurance adjuster. That's so much fun. Or sit next to your wife as you talk to the insurance adjuster and they explain it to you well. The device that got stolen isn't new, so we're going to pay you the price of the new of the of the aged item. What? And then they don't just write you a check like the old days. Oh, here's your check for all the stuff. Once you replace it, you send them the receipt, and then they send you that money specifically for each item. It's not easy. How about bypass all that 
and just get a security system at 452-6277. 452-6277. Mid-America Security is the phone number. They'll take care of you. Back after this, right here on the Afternoon Underdogs, Tony Vanetti on 790 KM. Dave is out till Monday. We're broadcasting live at LAC on Monday, so please come join us if you're going to look to uh, join a gym. Let's get Dan on before we get Kendrick Haskins on to talk about these games this weekend. Dan, what's up, buddy? How's it going, fellas? How's, how's the Underdogs today? We're doing awesome, bro. Fantastic, man. I'm going to go with those big Steelers this weekend. I cannot wait for that game. It's moved, you know, from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Sunday. I know. It's, that's, that's no problem. I, yeah. can, I, can, I can take my nap before the game. That's, right. that's right. I'm with you. <laughs> I had my old man nap. <laughs> but I've got a – there was a gentleman a few minutes ago that was saying something about uh, some steel curtain autograph stuff. Yeah. I, I actually have two super nice, super – Framed, super high quality steel curtain uh, autographed pictures with rookie cards, and it, I mean they're both super. I could send uh, uh, a picture via text message or however you want to. If if anybody would be interested, that's it just I'm, I'm surprised it came across like that. And I was like, well, I've got a couple of those, and I got one I was going to get. Going to get rid of anyway. So. Well, what you do is follow me on Twitter, or no, you don't even have to follow me. Just at Tony Vanetti on Twitter, and then I'll get a hold of you, and then we'll, we'll try to hook everybody up. Sounds great, Tony. I right. appreciate it. You got it, Danny. Go Steelers, buddy. Hey, bud. Uh, are you are you doing the, the scores now, or do I? No, no, no. Five o'clock. Call back at five. We're going to do the scores again. Then I'll do that. Thanks, you got Tony. It, Dan. Have a great, have a great day. weekend, buddy. Speaking of the NFL and go Steelers, let's bring in Kendrick Haskins from Wave 3 and your Dallas Cowboys finally get in the mix this weekend against Green Bay. Yeah, it was nice having a bye week. You, you know, after we've already beaten the Steelers once this season, it was nice to have a bye week while you all were struggling against Miami. Yeah, struggling. That's how I would describe <laughs> that, that game. Thank you for that. Miami was so bad. Well, you know, the, I, I said that earlier in the show was that that is not a good game to play if you're going to get into a fight on the road next because Miami wanted no part of Pittsburgh or that weather, and they just laid down. And the funniest thing is is I heard some clown on, on Fox Sports Radio one night on my way home from work talking about Miami was better built for the cold weather than the Steelers. Oh. I'm like, he should no longer be able to be on the radio. No, no. Where are you right now? At a basketball game? Yeah, I'm at the LIC, Fern Creek, taking on Eastern in the first game today. Was it last night or the night before Trinity just blew St. X off the, off the floor? I think it was the night before, yeah, because uh, they had an off night last night. So yeah, it was the night before. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. No, Jordy Nelson. They're coming to your place. What? What do you? It's a, just a four-point spread. Do you think that spread will move now that Jordy Nelson is not playing, or it will unchange? It shouldn't change. It probably will, but it shouldn't. As long as they have Aaron Rodgers back there at quarterback, I mean, that's all that matters. It scares me to death. I would have much rather the Cowboys played the Giants, even though the Giants beat them twice. I would much rather have played the Giants than. A red hot Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. It's it's hard not to feel like you you you've guys gone. What is it? Two decades now without a playoff win. 
No, they, they beat the Eagles. But, I mean, I don't even – I don't really consider that a playoff win myself just because they'd already beaten the Eagles twice that season. And Philadelphia was just not good that year. But, you, but they my, beat the Detroit Lions two, two seasons ago in the playoffs. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. So one or two See, in the last – Don't add to my misery. <laughs> I know, I know you can't help yourself. I don't need you to add to it. All right, but my point was like, look, no matter how inept they've been in the playoffs the last two decades, it's hard not to think that they are destined to go to the Super Bowl this year. It is when you're when you're a fan and you know and you've seen the movie so many times and you see them play every game and you know the defense is really not that good. And so if it, if it turns into a shootout. Can Dak really keep up with Aaron Rodgers in a shootout? I I would lean towards Aaron Rodgers in that situation. And so, it's, it's, it's when you when your team is good, it's just a natural fear once the playoffs start. Down seventeen in the beginning of the third quarter. Let's say one series into the third quarter, and you're down seventeen. So you got the ball, and Dak is just inefficient. Do you go to Tony Romo in the second half? Just because he's only had played one possession in two years. It's hard to make that switch, even though he looked spectacular in that one possession, even if it was against the Eagles. But I, I think I'd have to leave back in there. Tomorrow, Grayson Allen and Duke visit Louisville. It's going to be weird not having Coach K uh, courtside. He's still recovering from his surgery. What, what do you think this is going to happen in the game? Duke is, is a really good team. I mean, they're a preseason one, number one, right? And But they're coming off a double-digit loss to Florida State at Florida State. They'll come in here pretty I mean, ready to go. What's your thoughts on tomorrow's game? Well, a big help is Coach K not being there because I have no confidence in Jeff K. 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 For sure, is Emil Jefferson playing yet? For sure, is, or not? I, I've, now I don't know in a, an official press release, but I've seen nothing but tweets that said he is out for tomorrow. That's huge because he gives them a stabilizing presence off of, on the floor. He's a, he's a senior. Seems like he's been there forever. I remember when they got played in the uh, the Derby Classic. But um, they are—I mean—they're a good team. I mean, I, I think Louisville wins that game, though, just mainly because Jeff, Jeff Capel's the head coach of Duke right now. I saw a tweet earlier today that said the SEC is one and thirty against RPI top twenty-five teams. The only win is Kentucky over North Carolina. I know that the, the, the we've made fun of that conference before, but that's staggering. There, it's as bad as it's ever been, and and you know it's going to happen because it happens all the time, and it's going to be even more prevalent this year. It's their Going to Kentucky is going to run through that conference. They'll pro- they'll probably reach number one in the country at some point in the season, and and then you're still going to have a ton of question marks. When, what happened when they played the competition? The best thing to happen to them is to play Kansas in the middle of the conference season because at least they will play some tough competition in February. But other than that, yeah, that conference is pretty bad. All right, no. So you're obviously with Wave Three uh, covering it tonight. Again, who's playing tonight? Uh, Fern Creek and Eastern are on right now. Fern Creek is a, up 20. Let's see if this half-court shot goes in. No. <laughs> They're up 24 to 16 and a half over Eastern. I think Valley and Eastern played the last game. I mean, Valley and uh, Central. And then it's a couple of games in between there. Kendrick Caskins, thanks for checking in, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you. See you. Out there working. Gotta love Kendrick.
571-7900 if you want to join the party. Tony Vanetti flying solo. Dave will be back next week. Bob, you're on with the dogs. What's up? Hey, uh, I totally think I've worked out why Grayson Allen freaks out so much during basketball. All right. This is out to be good. And, it, and, it's, and it's because he's one of these millennials that gets triggered every time he hears the people on the sidelines talking about whether they're going to make a trip to the free throw line or whether they're going to make a trip to the final four this year. And every time he hears that, he has no safe place to go home to. <laughs> All millennials have a safe place? Oh, thanks for calling. I shared with you a couple of weeks ago the highest number of millennials. Specifically for this statistic, it is men and women in their 30s. The highest number of men and women in their 30s since they started keeping records in the mid-1800s, so 1850 on. The highest percentage of mid-30s Men and women living at home. It is a third. Maybe it was the yeah, it was late 20s, early 30s. The millennials. That's right. A third are living at home with mom and dad. It's strange. But I also point to the fact that around the turn of the century and well into the 30s and 40s, there was like one house. And aunts and uncles and the grandparents and the parents, they all lived in the same house. Houses were really expensive, especially in cities like Chicago. Look, my my grandparents in Key West, Florida, my mother grew up in Key West, Florida, huge house. The great-grandparents, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles, and all the kids lived in one house. It was a huge house on the corner in Key West, Florida. And that's how families lived. So as it as it speaks to the millennial, it also I think sometimes doesn't say anything at all. Governor Ventura, what's up, buddy? Celebrity Hour. Hello, Mister Ventura. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Yeah. Coach Zasevsky's not hurt. You know that. Everybody knows that. Tony, it's a conspiracy. It is. It is? Yeah, he's part of the Illuminati. Grayson Allen, what's his birthday? I don't know. September the 11th. Come on, who's connecting the dots here? <laughs> I was the governor of Minnesota, and I know exactly when I see a conspiracy, and this is a conspiracy. <laughs> Read my new book. It's called Don't Start the Conspiracy Without Me. <laughs> Thank you, Governor. Thank you so much. Mr. Venture calling the show today. Didn't know we were going to get that exclusive. That's fun. Jeff, you're on with the dogs. Go. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, UK fan here. Of course, I'm pulling for a little win. I think a lot of people that hate Duke, they're UK fans. Uh, just we're, we're too much alike. We're very polarizing. A lot of people hate Cal. A lot of people hate Coach K. There's some jealous and envy there. Uh, lined up with respect. You know, that's the bottom line on that, I think. Uh, the good point, though, with, on the couple calls with the SEC, it's just – it's like, like you want to get fired up to think how good your team is, and UK is a great team. But it's you know you're only as good as your competition, and these rankings, like for right now, you know Louisville's ranked in the in the teens versus UK's ranked fifth or sixth. It's just not reliable because look who Louisville plays, look who Kentucky plays, and yes, Kentucky's gotten lucky, and they've been great talent wise in the tournament 
since Kyle Perry's been there versus lackluster SEC talent preparing them for the tournament. But sooner or later, you know, we're going to have off years just because we're not, you know, iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just concerning, especially with the big men uh, that UK has going, you know, in March. Um, an SEC championship just isn't what it was in like 2000 and 2001. I'm not sure why good coaches or you know these programs in the SEC they've got money. I just don't know why they can't have a better, more competitive conference. I know football's king in the South, but come on, one in 30, it's just ridiculous. You thought though, uh, Jeff, a couple of years ago when they started stacking some good coaches that it would kind of flip. Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, all added really good coaches to the – and that's really the key for conferences. It's not the players. Your players will come once you get the co- the coaching there. And you thought that it would start to turn around, but they've been there a couple of years. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I mean, I think the culture just at the SEC schools, um, it's just it, – it's, it's mind-blowing because Florida, obviously, you know, in the early 2000s with two championships – Great coach, uh, who's at Oklahoma now. South Carolina has a great coach who's at Kansas State, and he did uh, quite a great job there. And you know, Pearl always, you know, he had some success at Tennessee going to Auburn. They got a brand new facility. Um, it's just, it's very, very uh, concerning. I mean, being a UK fan, I sometimes watching Louisville games more during the regular season because I love basketball. I like, I love college basketball before being. You know, a hardcore sport team fan, and uh, you know the kind of the kind of records that, that Louisville has versus Kentucky. You can't buy into that just because of the fact of, of the competition's apples and oranges. Yep, great call, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Five seven one seventy nine hundred. Rolling on a big weekend of sports with the NFL playoffs, second round, Saturday and Sunday games. Louisville's got Duke, Kentucky's got Auburn. Ryan, you're on with the dogs. Go. Thanks for uh, taking my call, Tony. First of all, I'm going to tell you I met Milton Metz a couple times. Yeah. And what a great guy. Oh yeah. And what man, if that guy have had knowledge about radio, I talked to him about the radio. He said it's a totally different ball game now, which we all know that. But great guy. I really like talking to him. But, uh, you know, I root for Louisville over North Carolina Duke any day because I do not like either one of them. And uh, I, don't, I think they're both coaches are crybabies. I think the NCAA gives them special treatment and have for years. If Kentucky and Louisville had done all the stuff North Carolina had done, I think Duke's done it too, but I think it covered up. I just they just get away with a lot. They get put in the easy bracket. Kentucky and Louisville, uh, they get put in a, usually a pretty hard bracket. You know they're going to put Kentucky in there with West Virginia, Notre Dame, Michigan State, probably Louisville. They're all going to be in there together. And North Carolina Duke get in the easy bracket every year, especially Duke. And I just think they need to be changed. I think the ACC needs to stand up and do something about uh, Allen. If uh, Duke is, if they don't have the guts to do it then the ACC should step in and do something about it. But I'll get off and let you uh, answer my questions. Thank yeah, uh, Grayson's got to do something else, but uh, he's the push-off was not uh, – that's not going to get it done. It's just annoying, and it's on the edge of being, a, of being a violation, but it's not, and that's the problem. Something's going to happen because we forgot. Uh, Nick Coffey was talking about it earlier on his show. You forget that Grayson Allen was thrown out last time he was here at the Yum Center. He's been doing this. It's just now everyone pays attention. Brock, you're on with the dogs. Hey, what's going on, Tony? Hey. Hey, big UK fan here, but game tomorrow, got to go for the card. But the one thing I'm hoping for tomorrow, 
I hope someone in U of L's team just if Grayson Allen does something, they just sock him right in the face. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna hang up and let you talk, but appreciate you taking my call. Thanks, Brock. Brock sounds like a guy who would do it himself. If you have a name like Brock, Brock will sock you in the face. This just in, Sports Illustrated tweeting out, Dana White offers Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor $25 million each for a fight. Little low, Dana White. You just sold the company for $4 billion. Floyd Mayweather is going to parlay that thing into a $100 million apiece gig. No thank you. Plus, Dana White does not want to do that. Because once uh, once a washed up, not a washed up, but old over-the-hill Floyd Mayweather knocks your in-his-prime champ in, uh, of UFC on the mat and out within the first round, it'll be awful for UFC. But what do you care? You sold it for $4 billion or whatever it was. It was crazy. All right. We're going to take a short break because we have to, right? Hey, Mud, are we late for the second break? Yeah. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. Don't uh, don't forget, we'll, in another 15 minutes, we'll do a guess the score. Right now, it is 11 people picking L. We did it for 15 minutes. So we had 11 pick L and 4 pick Duke. Back after this, this is Tony Vanetti. This is the Afternoon Underdogs on 790 KRD. KRD. You got me? Is it? Oh, is it on? You got me? Oh, okay. My uh, my headphones might not be working here. Or I got the long pair on or something. But you can hear me? I've lost my mind here. All right. Uh, oh, wait a minute. There we go. I had the wrong button pushed. Hey. On button. <laughs> on. I've only been doing this 26 years. Um, okay. Jody just popped in and go, oh, I got a little something for you. Here's... um. Here's Coach Cal teasing. Okay? I just said, hey, why don't you do this CalCast with me? What podcast that I'm doing? We'll have some fun with it. He said, sure, I'll do it. He texted me right back, and I said, all right. When, he said, when do you want me to do it? I said, this afternoon. Let's just get it done. So it's in the can, and, you know, there's some things that are around it that you're going to want to hear. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a love fest. Okay. Oh, okay. You'll want to hear it. Okay, I'm ready. How can you not want to listen to that? Now, you know, I, I just said, dude, these guys are so good at what they do. Cal and Rick, we are we get sick of them sometimes, and we're just like, oh, God, enough. But in, in reality, they're just so good at what they do. It'll be awesome. I mean, it's just so I'm ready, ready, ready. And again, it might be galactically disappointing. It might be a love fest. Who but cares? Wh- what does Cal do? I mean, he gets us. I mean, he gets us with this. When he said, "When do you want me to do it?" I said, "This afternoon. Let's just get it done." So it's in the can, and you know, there's some things that are around it that you're going to want to hear. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a love fest. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, dude, I cannot wait to hear that. That's coming out, I assume, next couple of whatever. Cannot wait. We might even play that damn thing in its entirety on the afternoon. Let's do it. I mean, you know, I don't know how you don't. (laughs) I've got some tweets coming in. 
Oh, here we go. Not cheering for either, but I'd like for one of the Louisville players to please mess up Grayson Hairs. Grayson's hair. Okay. Uh, Moose says, hoping Louisville player decks Grayson Allen and Louisville wins. Moose is a Kentucky fan. Olivia said, just saw the video of Dwight Witten and you. He recorded that right before we went on the air. You had to see it on Facebook. It's kind of funny. Uh, Slevin says, I wore a UK shirt to the UofL Duke game in the Yum Center and rooted for UofL. So he wore the UK to get at the UofL fans, but then you cheered for the UofL, game, UofL team last time. Uh, JC says, this UK fan isn't cheering for Loserville. Hopefully the gym will just implode. Dew says, give me those tickets. I need those tickets. He's referring to, we are giving away two tickets to the Boat and RV Show, which is one of my favorite events all winter long. Also, the Turkey and Deer Hunting Expo and the Car Show. So all of those events, you get two tickets. So it's a six-pack. Six right? Twitter is up and running. 571-7900 is the phone number. But that is so enticing. Calipari teasing the podcast. When He said, when do you want me to do it? I said, this afternoon. Let's just get it done. So it's in the can. And, you know, there's some things that are around it that you're going to want to hear. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a love fest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and remember, we're only going to do the, the uh, guess the score in the first segment next hour, okay? So you got an opportunity to get in and guess the score. And, and people are like, oh, you're never going to be able to do that. We gave away two trucks two football seasons ago. All right? It's not, as, it's not that hard. Look at the spreads. Look at all that. And then kind of pick a score. Lots of pasta, lots of pasta, Louisville.com. Head on out to St. Matthew's and check out lots of pasta or go to the website, lots of pasta, Louisville.com. I made our Christmas lasagna made with all ingredients from lots of pasta and the bread. They bake the bread, this dinner rolls, they bake the dinner rolls in olive oil. So the bottom is soaked in, in olive oil, even after it's cooked. So when you pull it apart, the olive oil is already in your bread. It's delicious. So you take that, sop up some sauce. Oh, it's so good. Lots of pasta is just not pasta, that's that's for sure. The deli is open and ready to go. Stop on by and get yourself a sandwich on the way home. Lots of pasta. Back after this little short break. Oh, we get we can take Tony first? All right. We'll take Tony before we get to a break. Tony, you're on with the dogs. Hey, how you doing, dog? Good, good. good. Yeah, I was uh, listening to the show this afternoon, so I texted my big cat fan buddy up in Lexington yeah. to see who he was pulling for. He texted me back and said uh, he's hoping for a snowstorm and a cancellation. And then he said, um, trippers versus strippers. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, well, there's a video. Thanks for the call, Tony. There's a... Picture of a bumper sticker. It's got it on. I don't know if the bumper stickers are real or it's just a video thing online. I, I'm not sure. But, yes, very creative. We appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Two tickets to the Boat and RV Show, two tickets to the Turkey and Deer Expo, and two tickets for the car show. The winner and the score. You give it next. 
and I'll take care of you. Meanwhile, Jeff Bidette is transferring from Kentucky, one of the more reliable wide receivers last year. He's got a graduate. He's got an extra year. That means he can go wherever he wants and play right away. It's bad news for UK. It's good news for somebody else who's going to pick him up because that kid can play. Back after this, plus we're talking about the NFL, Seattle, Atlanta, Houston at New England, Pittsburgh at Kansas City, Green Bay at Dallas. We'll talk about it all next right here. It's Tony Vanetti on the Afternoon Underdogs on 790 KRD. It's the Afternoon Underdogs, brought to you by Click It or Ticket on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now here's Tony Benetti and Dave Jennings. Ah, welcome to the last hour of the show. 5 o'clock, it is Friday. You made it, folks. So 571-7900. Give us a call and join us. Dave is out today. I am in, and we'll wrap this thing up here as we roll through talking about Duke. And Louisville tomorrow, and here's your opportunity right now. You're going to win two tickets to Louisville Boat and RV Show, two tickets to the Turkey and Deer Hunting Expo, and two tickets to the Car Show. They're all happening down at the fairgrounds, and you're going to get a pair of tickets to each one of those if you pick the the right score of the game. You got to pick the winner and the score of the game. Right now, it is. We did it for 15 minutes last hour. We'll do it for 15 minutes this hour. Right now, the score is 11 to three. Eleven people are picking U of L. Uh, three have picked Duke. I thought it would be more 50-50, but without Jefferson. Without Coach K on the road, and Grayson Allen, you know, is going to do something stupid because that U of L crowd will incite him to do something. Right? It'll happen. So, a lot of people picking Louisville. It will be a fantastic game again tomorrow at noon. NFL football, a news and notes, and a pretty big one. The Steelers have moved from a 1 p.m. kick against Kansas City at Kansas City on Sunday to the 8.20 kick. So from 1 p.m. to 8.20 on Sunday, the Pittsburgh game has changed. The Steelers will play late. It is a storm issue, uh, ice storm or something like that, and they want I guess they want to be able to make sure everybody can get into the game. I don't know. Uh, maybe it stops snowing or whatever during that day or what they're going to predict that. But it must be a pretty big deal if you're going to move a playoff game. Tomorrow, 4-15, Seattle at Atlanta. Atlanta's minus 5. 8-45 Saturday night, Houston at New England. The Patriots are giving 16. Green Bay at Dallas. Dallas is minus 4. That kickoff is 4-40 on Sunday. And then Pittsburgh and Kansas City is a pick them at 8-20. 571-7900, pick the game, the winner, and you're up for these. It's a six-pack of tickets. Biggest news that happened from last night, Milton Metz passed away. Before Terry Miners was Terry Miners, Milton Metz was the king of all media in Louisville. He was a radio guy that just started doing TV, right? Because TV was, look, radio was the only thing around, and then when TV came around, they're like, well, who's the most talented people on TV or radio? Let's put them on. Real quick, I did the crusade with him a couple of years ago. I guess he was in it. He was he died last night. He's ninety four or ninety five. He must have been ninety. He must have been ninety or ninety one years old. And they said, "Look, you and Milton Metz are doing the next segment." I went, "Great, this is awesome!" So I get to do the Crusade for Children with Milton Metz. And this is like four or five years ago. And he walks in and he's shuffling and he's having trouble. 
And I said, in my head, I'm smiling, going, here come, hey, Milton. But in my head, I'm like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to go on TV. He's 90, he's shuffling over here, what's going to go on? And it didn't look good. I was like, ooh, this is not going to go well. And when the TV camera turned on, and the little light turned on, he was, he took over. I mean, he looked like he was going to fall over, and then when the TV light came on, he just looked at the camera, he did an old person joke making fun of himself, and then did the whole bit. I kind of just held the microphone over there. And I said, well, at one point I realized he is the king of all media, and he's passed away. Rest in peace. He told a story once to me about uh, Walter Cronkite, that when Walter Cronkite was at his height, he would come in for the derby, and he hung out with Milton Metz. And, and Walter Cronkite was the most famous person. He was Walter Cronkite was like John Wayne. He was as big as John Wayne. So when he came in town, you know who he hung out with? Milton Metz. Don, you got a, a score for me? What's what's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, Louisville is going to win 78-75. Louisville, 78-75. Does Grayson Allen finish the game? Does he get thrown uh, out? That's questionable. <laughs> That's questionable. Thanks, man. Scott, you're on the main source bank phone lines. What's up? What's up, man? I got Louisville, 83-79. 8379. Another vote for Louisville. All right, Scott. Thank you, sir. Tomorrow at noon, going to be rocking at the Yum Center. If it was any later in the day, it would be, I'm telling you, an epic, epic game. James, you're on with the dogs. Hey there. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction for tomorrow or for the game. Okay. All right. I got um, Louisville winning 76 67. 76 67. Thank you, James. Got another score in there. If any of these are correct, if anybody picks, has anybody picked the same score, Mud? I don't think so. Right. Um, make sure they don't, so we don't have a tie. <laughs> if they are, we're going to have to pick your name out of a hat. We'll just have to do that. All right? But right now, if you uh, call 571-7900, you pick the score, you pick the winner, we're going to get you two tickets to each one of those events. The Boat and RV Show, the Car Show, and the Louisville Deer and uh, Turkey Expo. All right? NFL games all weekend. Obviously, I'm a huge Steeler fan. They look great, but the only problem I have is that Pittsburgh had such an easy time with Miami. I don't like it. I don't like it. I would like a little bit tougher game because Miami just laid down. I mean, that's that's second or third series in the second quarter where they handed the ball off to Le'Veon Bell 12 times in a row, went all the the entire length of the field. They ran the same play against Miami for 12 times in a row, and they drove the entire field. That's a beaten team. Green Bay looked fantastic. Matter of fact, all the teams that played last week, Seattle, Houston, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, all looked great. They won by an average of 19 points. Can any of those teams keep that momentum going and go against the leaders here? Atlanta's a five-point favorite. New England's a 16-point favorite. Kansas and Pittsburgh are a pick Green Bay's a four-point dog to Dallas. I love this round of the NFL playoffs. Ken, you're on with the dogs. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Duke. I'm going to say 81-76. 8176 Duke. Good call, Ken. We were only that's the only fourth caller for Duke today. You want to get in the pile that you want to win, right? This is not just a fandom here. You want to win the six tickets. 
Oh, I, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't have the name up yet on on line two. Who's this? That's is Donnie. Donnie, give me the score. Uh, I see Louisville takes it tomorrow. I'm going to say 78-76. Another Louisville, fifteen to four. All right. <laughs> yes, All sir. right. Where are you watching the game tomorrow, bud? Uh, man, I got to work. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to listen to it. Unfortunately, listen to it eight on eight forty WHAS, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, I got you guys, man. You got it, man. Appreciate it. Remember those days? Listen to Paul Rogers working, cooking in the restaurant with the radio blaring. Listen to Paul Rogers. Those were good times, baby. Come on! Can't watch it. Listen to it on the radio. I love it. Jimmy, you're on with the dogs. Seventy-eight, seventy-four, Duke. 78-74, Duke. we got another one there. Jimmy, where are you watching the game? Uh, at home, hopefully. Yeah, you got it. All right, thank you, brother. I will be at the Yum Center. Of course, you know I promote wrestling a ton. It's getting down to districts and regional for uh, grade school kids, middle school kids. We're going to be all out. Districts are tomorrow. Region is next Saturday. The high schoolers are winding down to their season, which will – have their districts and regionals coming up soon. So please support your local high schools. Wrestling is in. I know everyone's talking about basketball, and that's king. If you ever get a chance to go to a wrestling meet, please do that. Buddy B, you're on with the dogs. Peacecake, 75-71 cards. 75-71 cards. Buddy B, where are you watching the game? Man, I'm going to be watching it from my couch. Yeah, dog. What are we eating? What are we eating at noon? Man, we'll we'll probably be eating leftovers from tonight. Uh, we got I'm gonna tonight? do a little grilling out. So Ooh. I'm gonna take it chill tonight. I got a I got a big night planned tonight. You know, uh, going out celebrating a little birthday action. Ooh! Hit the big five zero and uh, oh five zero. Oh yeah. Does so, that does that involve alcohol? Um, a little bit. Um, actually, um, I, uh, we're gonna be I, I play in a band and we'll be playing tonight. So. I can't get too crazy. Well, here's your problem when it's your birthday. People buying you drinks. Well, you know, like my wife said, I am an adult, and I can say no. (laughs) Yes, but do we believe our wives when they say, you're an adult? (laughs) Well, that's that's, that's the million-dollar question, bro. All right, where are you playing? What's the name of the band, and where are you playing? We're playing in Frankfurt tonight. We're called uh, Yellow Dye Number 5. Yellow Dye Number Five in Frankfurt. What's the What's the place? The Brick Alley. The Brick Alley. All right. Well, yeah. look, Buddy B. Happy birthday, Buddy! And the Big Five O is a big night. All right, man. Thanks. Tom. See you, man. Fitty. Woo! I got two full years before I hit that Big Five O. And it's funny. You go from 21, which is the height of that drinking, oh, I finally buy a drink myself. It slows down every year after that. <laughs> right? 571-7900, you're on the Afternoon Underdogs. I'm Tony Vanetti. You're on 790. We're picking the guess. We're guessing the score for this segment only this hour. Pick the score of the game. You nail it. You win the six tickets. Okay? 571-7900, and it's Gary. You're on with the dogs. What's up, buddy? All right, I'm going cards, 71-59, and Grayson Allen is like the spoiled kid at the cookout who tells the mom and dad to shut up and they tell you how cute he is. <laughs> hate that kid. I hate that kid. Everybody hates that kid. Everybody hates that kid. And you know who knows that? Other kids, too. It's so funny. 
We don't think kids realize that. The kids know when it's the kid, the jerk kid. Oh, uh, news and notes for football in UK. Jeff Bedet, the one of the more reliable re- wide receivers last year, is transferring from UK. He sent a letter out earlier, uh, sent his love to UK, but he is a graduate, so he can play uh, right away wherever. So he's going to transfer and play somewhere else. No hard feelings. Most people love the Jeff Bedet, but that is a blow to UK next year. That's for sure. Um. The other thing was the amazing stat that we saw earlier. I mean, cannot believe it. The SEC in basketball. We always make fun of the SEC in basketball. I get it. But this year, it might be a new low. The SEC is a combined 1-30 and against teams ranked in the top 25 in RPI. The only win they have is Kentucky's victory over North Carolina. The SEC is 1-30 and 30 for RPI 25. Wow. That is staggeringly bad. That is, I don't even know if we can joke about it bad. That is what's wrong with your conference. I mean, it's the same stuff we talk about all the time. I'm not kidding you. If Alabama could drop basketball, they would. If Mississippi State could drop basketball, they would go, what do you mean? Is that an option? Is that an option? They would drop the sport. And I'm not just saying basketball. They drop almost everything except for football in the South. There's not. They might play baseball. They might keep baseball for a distraction. But the SEC cares about nothing but pigskin. They use it, it's it's unbelievable. One and thirty against teams ranked in the top twenty five, and it ain't going to get any better because you're just now playing each other. Uh, let's go to Jason. Pick the score, brother. Hey, buddy. Uh, I, I'm thinking we're going to get them on Saturday, eighty three to seventy five. U of L eighty three seventy five. That is now we're out up to seventeen to four, or I'm sorry, seventeen to five for picks here. We only did it for 15 minutes in the fur in the four o'clock hour. We're doing it now at five o'clock on your way home. Jim, you're on with the dogs. Hey, Tony, I got a. I'm gonna have to pick Duke, uh, 74 to no, 84 to 73. 84 73. Yeah. I got you. Good I'm call, be on man. The map tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to take your word for uh for the uh, score. So you're gonna tomorrow. what now? You're gonna what? I'm gonna be on the map referee and wrestling tomorrow. Oh, are you gonna which where are you gonna be at? You're gonna be at Fern Creek? No, I'm at LaRue County. Oh, LaRue County, yeah. We got district uh, wrestlers all over, man. Uh are you quick on the whistle or do you make them earn that pin? Well, I make them earn it, but you know, I'm the one that uh refereed John's match when he won the state title there oh! a couple years ago. Oh, you do it well, so, you know what? You do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we appreciate your work, and I hope to see you back at uh, at the state tournament this year, bud. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, Jim. That was uh, he was not, he's not quick on the whistle. Uh, John was on his back for thirty something seconds and wouldn't get him up the pin in the second round. Uh, wrestling a Wolfer County kid, and you know anybody at Wolfer County when you wrestle Wolfer County kids in the tournament. They all dye their hair, their platinum blonde hair. Doesn't matter who they are, the kids dye their hair. 
So he wouldn't give up the pin, and then he got him in, and John got him in the in the third period, beat him twelve four, I think. But uh, but uh, Jim was a heck of a referee. J Rock, what's up, buddy? Hey, what up, homie? I got a score prediction for tomorrow. Go. On. Cars one hundred and twenty, and then Duke twenty. <laughs> I'm like too sure, and I ain't like Grayson Allen. I ain't tripping. Holla, holla. <laughs> J-Rock's not tripping for real. Shane, you're on with the dogs. 74-70 cards. Got another one for the cards. There we go. Put it up there. Shane, where are you watching the game, buddy? I'll be I'll be listening on iHeartRadio from work. You got it. Great job, Shane. Appreciate it. Well, a little early on the trigger here. Who's on two? Who's this? It's Chris. Chris, what's your prediction? Since everybody's taking Louisville, I'm going to go with the odds and take Duke. 82-71. 82-71. Shane, great job, buddy. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right, that'll wrap it up. All right, so what do we got? We got 19-7. to so We had 19 picks for UofL and 7 for Duke in just 30 minutes. So 15 minutes in the 4 o'clock hour and 15 minutes in the 5 o'clock hour. So there you go. Whew. It's going to be a good game. But I know I can see how people are picking. Duke lost to Florida State by double digits, and it was not a close game. They handled their business, the Seminoles. But Seminoles are better this year. It's not a usual Florida State team. Duke's playing without their coach. And it's the strangest thing. Calhoun was like that with UConn, too. Like the second Calhoun left the court for or was hurt, remember he was had some... Ish, medical issues in the, like 2004, 2005. It was later than that. They were awful. The second Calhoun came back, they were really good. Anytime Coach K is out, they're not very good. The second he comes back, they're back. Jefferson's not playing either. So that's a factor too. And of course on the road, look man, Yum Center dude, loud and proud, let's do it. Short break. Don't forget my friends over at Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street, almost an entire city block of appliances. I've purchased my last five appliances there. The washer, dryer, stove, microwave, and dishwasher, all from Bargain Supply. Put them in your rotation. Get on over there. The scratch and dent I love because it's a new appliance. The warranties, everything are fine. It's got a scratch on the side, and you save hundreds of dollars. Who cares if your dryer has a scratch on it? Does the clothes dry when you put them in it. Yes, I'll take it. Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street. It's Nulu. That whole area is blown up. It's really nice, and they have their own parking lot. Bargain Supply. Back after this. On the Afternoon Underdogs. Tony Vanetti on 790. All right, we are back. About half hour left in the show for the weekend. 571-7900 is the phone number if you want to join the discussion with me this afternoon. We just got finished picking the score for the game. We appreciate everybody calling in and getting involved with that. If you win, give us a call back on Monday. If you got, We got your uh, your scores and everything ready to go. So it's, it's, It is difficult to pick the score and the winner, but you never know. We gave away two trucks two years ago during the football season, so it can be done. We appreciate everybody getting involved with that. That's uh, two tickets to the boat show, the RV show, and the turkey and deer expo. Uh, 
Yeah, the Boat and RV Show, the Turkey and Deer Expo, and the Car Show. So two tickets to each. Uh, Grayson Allen was a jerk last time he came into town, and he, I believe, got thrown out. Or I, I believe right towards the end of the game, there was some weird way how he got a sixth uh, foul. And remember, he tripped you know, Ray Spaulding uh, at their place couple, uh, last year. So, again, guy's, uh, guy's got some issues. And he's going to bring, uh, bring it into the Yum Center. Now, I don't know if this is an old school thing to where people are like, oh, back in the day we always had a guy that was just trip people and push people, pulling their shorts. It was more, more a physical game. If you ask people that played with Larry Bird, they'll say, oh, it was the dirtiest guy ever. He punch you in the crotch, grab your shorts when you're playing defense, hold you next to him, pinch you in the back when you're playing defense to distract you, do all kinds of stuff, right? But nowadays, man, HD television, you can't be doing all that stuff. I wonder if he's a distraction to his own team. I wonder if the rest of the team is just like, dude, stop it. But he's so good. He's the best player on the team. Jefferson's not playing tomorrow, by the way. I don't care if he's the best player on the team. Sometimes a distraction is a distraction. They started out, remind you, number one preseason was Duke and Kentucky. They're not there now. Gino, you're on with the dogs. All right. What's up, dogs? What's I just up? wanted to call, you know, and, and tell y'all about Grayson. Yeah, he's no good, but we all know the truth about it. He wears his shoes three sizes too big. And, you know, that's his problem. That's all the tripping has to do with is the oversized shoes. <laughs> right, right. I didn't, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's what it is. You know, we all know he's no good, but, you know, when you're hanging in there, you know the old size. Deal about your shoes. You know, that's what it is. It's all, it's all about the size of his shoes. No, 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 Gina. No, no, Gino. No. It's not what it is. Sometimes it's the reaction worse than the actual action that he has. So he trips somebody or he does something, and then his reaction afterwards where he looks so whiny, it doesn't help the situation. Okay, you might want to stop doing that stuff. So we got that game tomorrow. Kentucky's got Auburn. They'll handle them. You got the NFL games happening. And then topics from the week as we rolled through. Clemson is now the national champion in football. First time in 35 years. One of the more entertaining football games, national championship games I can remember. The first thing that popped in my head was that Texas-USC game. It was one of the most watched games a couple of years ago with Vince Young and then all those superstars for USC. And then, of course, what I think is maybe the greatest championship game ever, Nebraska versus Miami when Schnellenberger got his national title. People forget Nebraska was scoring 50 points a game in an era no one scored over 20 a game. People scored 20 points to win a football game. And Nebraska was scoring 50 points a game. They did whatever they wanted. People called them the greatest football team of all time in college. And they went into that game, and Miami had already had a loss. It was a bowl game, and I think Miami was third or fourth or whatever it was. And they upset Nebraska in the, on the last play. Nebraska went for two. They didn't convert. Game over, national title. That's the best one ever. Chuck, you're on with the dogs. Hey, last, last word on uh, Coach Sweeney at, at uh, Clemson. Yeah. 
when I played Little League Baseball, first thing I learned was how to be a good loser. But more importantly, I learned how to be a gracious winner. Yeah. He didn't need it. <laughs> he, was, he was lousy. He was lousy. He was yeah, lousy, Chuck. I appreciate the call. He was lousy. He was a lousy winner. He went after the Heisman for giving it to Lamar, and he went after Colin Cowherd, which is the best thing for Colin Cowherd ever. Which is the best thing for Colin Cowherd's career. So congratulations, Dabo. You being galactically insecure helped his career. The guy you hate, you helped. Promise you that. This also came out in the last couple of minutes. Coach Cal teasing his podcast with Rick Pitino. I just said, hey, why don't you do this Calcast with me? What podcast that I'm doing? We'll have some fun with it. He said, sure, I'll do it. Text me right back, and I said, all right. When He said, when do you want me to do it? I said, this afternoon. Let's just get it done. So it's in the can, and, you know, there's some things that are around it that you're going to want to hear. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a love fest. Okay, okay. You'll want to hear it. <laughs> Here, let me play that again for you, man. He's so good at what he does. You know, there's some things that are around it that you're going to want to hear. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a love fest. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, it's a love fit. Okay. 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 <laughs> These two guys, I swear. I meant to, I meant to, when I ran into Ken Klein the other day, sports information director at UofL, I meant to say to him, you know what? I could do without the press conferences a week. Just have Rick do a podcast, a 15 to 20 minute podcast, make up some questions, but have him do whatever he does and then issue that out. I could deal. A weekly podcast rather than the press conferences work. We don't get much out of the press conferences anyway. Just have a podcast. I bet you it would be much more uh, entertaining. So we're waiting on that. He didn't say when it was coming out, right? I just said, hey, why don't you do this CalCast? He didn't say. What podcast that I'm doing. He doesn't say when it comes out. But it's coming. We cannot wait. All right? 571-7900. Five seven one seventy nine hundred. Tony Vanetti, Dave Jennings is out. I'll be back. Well, both of us will be back on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. I want to say congratulations to Dave. He's on his tenth uh, anniversary. Is actually today. He's been married for ten years to Becky. Lovely couple. Awesome. You could tell they're in love. He's so goofy on the phone with her. Like when she calls in the middle of the show, he always answers, "Hey, babe," in that voice too. Like, he'll talk to me in this voice. Well, I think we should do this in the next segment. And she'll call, and he'll go, hey, babe, every time. And when he hangs up, does the same thing. Love you, babe, in that voice. He's in love. Ten years later. Congratulations and awesome. Ten years for them. They're going out tonight and then headed to the game Tomorrow, the other big story out of the University of Louisville this week is Todd Grantham. He left for Mississippi State. He was your defensive coordinator, and a pretty darn good one. The last three years have done really well. Statistically, top in the nations. They're very in the top 25. Done really well. The first two years, as Bobby said it after some press conferences, thank God for the defense. I think eventually, you know, those are two huge personalities, and sometimes you just need one. So ends up Todd headed to Mississippi State, and Louisville hired Mississippi State's defense coordinator, which is a little weird, but I can't imagine that never happening before. But Peter Sermon is his name. His family has a, rep, uh, as a um, 
relationship with Bobby and his family. So there you go. Made the hire, and we're off and running. And yesterday, the news came out the Chargers have left San Diego and headed to L.A. There's not one person that thinks that's a great idea. What will end up probably happening, because everyone else says the Rams will be one, the Chargers will be the secondary, and they're not even going to support the, the Rams, so why do you think the Chargers will get supported? At this point, I mean, the facility is what everybody's going to drive to. When they get that facility done, it'll be amazing. Because if you see it, it's not just a football stadium. It's a mall and a park and all kinds of stuff. So you you go there, so you're going to be able to go to restaurants and shop, and there's a, a football stadium. It's a huge deal. So they're both going to play there. But what will probably happen is the opposite of what people think. I think L.A. will end up moving out somewhere, and the Chargers might be, accept, uh, you know, because they're, they're a better team than the Rams. At this point, they're a better franchise than the Rams. Even though the Chargers have never accomplished anything in the playoffs, the Chargers have won a lot more games in the last 10 years. We also talked about James Quick in the NFL and what you thought his shots were shot at the NFL was. I think he's going to be fine. I'm watching Eli Rogers right now be an integral part of the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. He is now that slot receiver that is a guaranteed third down, first down. Throw the ball to Eli in the seam. He will bring it in, first down. That's James Quick. I think he'll be fine. I don't know. I know he's smaller than Eli, but not by much. But James Quick has never been injured. I can't remember if in the four years he was injured. So he's durable. I think he'll be fine in the NFL. I think James Quick will be fine in the NFL. He's just one of those guys that'll be one of those you'll never forget him as a UofL player. Came in with a huge load of expectations. And for the most part, delivered. But the expectations were pretty high. All right, we're going to take our last break here of the hour. Phone lines are open, 571-7900. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow at the Yum Center? The Dukies are in town. No Coach K, but Duke's in town with their buddy, Grayson Allen. Call us, we'll talk about it right here on 790 KRD. This report is. We did our contest earlier in the show at 4 o'clock for 15 minutes and 5 o'clock for 15 minutes. Thanks for everybody that called in and got scores. U of L, or folks that picked U of L to win the game tomorrow, was 19, and Duke folks. Seven, so nineteen to seven. I thought it would be more split because it is Duke, but they are reeling a little bit without Coach K coming to town, and Jefferson's not playing tomorrow, and all the turmoil that's surrounded our guy Grayson Allen is not a, a fun situation. Uh, just want to remind you again: Milton Metz passed away last night at the age of ninety-five. I think he was. Um, and it, I just saw a birthday thing with him on WHAS 11 not too long ago, and he looked fine. He looked great. Um, that guy is a legend. He's as big as um, he's bigger than Terry Miners. Terry Miners now is the name. It's the, he's the most significant uh, personality in town. And before that, it was Milton Metz, and it was for a long time. It was Milton Metz. And Milton Metz did it all. He did it all. They because uh, HAS Radio, HAS Television, and the paper were owned by the same uh, company. The same family, the Binghams. 
So basically, and they were in the same place, HAS Radio and HAS Television. So it was natural to have their personalities that were on HAS Radio just transfer into TV at that time. So he will be missed. I had the opportunity to hang out with him several times, and I was just surprised he knew who I was, I, to tell you the truth. Not because he was old, just because I just was surprised he knew, oh, Tony, hey. And he actually came in a couple of times into the studio and talked about the afternoon underdogs, which I thought was cool. Because I thought in a million years, Milton Metz is not listening to the afternoon underdogs, and he did. I got the opportunity to do the Crusade for Children with Milton Metz, and it was just an awesome opportunity. And this was after he turned 90. So he was well into his 90s, and he, and he crushed it. He came in, and he wasn't doing well. I don't even know if he, he walked in. I'm not even sure if he walked in. I know he shuffled in after they got him out of his chair or whatever it was, but he nailed it. He took over the broadcast. It was Terry Miners, myself, and Milton Metz. I got a picture I need to tweet out. But he crushed it, took over, made jokes about himself. It was just fun. He was just a fun guy. There was zero controversy around Milton Metz. And that's so hard to do. Like, you hear stories, at least, about everybody. You don't know if they're true or not. Most of them aren't. But personalities, especially radio, television, writers, there's always some story or rumor about a personality. There's a million about me. Most of those are true. With Milton Metz, how do you go through a career that spans, like, 50 years and everyone really like you? And then there's no real bad stories looming. Milton Metz did it. There's a giant poster of Milton Metz when he was in his 20s out front of Terry Miner's office here at iHeartMedia. But he will, his legacy will continue forever. You forget that uh, HAS Radio is, that station's like 90 years old. Been around for a long time. So you will be missed. And again, I'll tell the story real quick. My wife and I started dating in the mid-90s, and that's when Clear Channel bought WQMF, and we were going to do a Christmas party together. And I remember them coming to us and saying, you all need to be on your best behavior, because we are now with Clear Channel stations. We are now with AMZ and HAS, and they, have, they are well-respected. We are animals, okay? Do not, do not act like animals. And we were like, okay. But but she at the time, my girlfriend at the time was my wife, Jackie. She could not wait. So there's Terry Miners, Coyote Calhoun, all these huge stars in the building, and she couldn't wait to meet Milton Metz. True. We left that night, and she was like, I got food with Milton Metz. I was in food line with Milton Metz. I was like, what the? Really? Milton Metz is who you wanted to see? There's Paul Rogers, Terry Miners, Coyote Calhoun, all these people. Ken Mudd, huge stars. And she wanted to meet Milton. He will be missed. And I got to work with him. That's just an awesome, awesome situation. I want to thank Nick Roush and uh, Kendra Kaskins for joining the show today a little bit earlier. Next week, we'll be at LAC on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Come on in. They have the best deal of the year. And next week, also the boat show. The boat show, the Turkey and Expo show, and the car show. Those are all next week. We have tickets for you, and we'll talk more about that as we move through the week. More topics from this past week. The Chargers, I wrapped up things with Chargers leaving L.A., James Quick in the NFL, uh, Rick Pitino. 
Rick Pitino joining the 55 and over basketball league. That is maybe the most incredible news that we've received all week long. Jody and I, right when that news came out, I said, Jody, I don't care what it costs. Find out where that league is playing, and you're going live. We're going live wherever that is, and we need to get it on tape. That's a must. That's not, like I say about Mid-American Security, it's not a want to, it's a have to. i got to get that. I don't know if Rick Pitino, look, I, I, we all joined the over-30 Catholic Basketball League, and not, I don't know how many people actually finished the league. In your 30s, because you twist ankles, there's knees, and then you're flailing around because you're out of shape, so you catch an elbow and knock a tooth out, and you're like, I'm too old for this. And you're in your mid-30s. Over-30s Catholic Basketball League is too violent. You can't make it through. So he's going to play in a very competitive over-55 league. I have to have video. We all have to have video of Rick Pitino playing in this league. I'm going to play a couple minutes right now of uh, Bobby Petrino on with Howie Lindsay earlier today, earlier this morning. It's pretty good stuff. They talk about last year. They talk about the new guys that are in uh, on campus and ready to go and the recruiting that's come up. So this is Howie, and this is Bobby from earlier this morning on Louisville First, right here on 790 KRD. It's a big weekend coming up this weekend for Louisville football recruiting, to, and, and certainly a uh, big week this week uh, for Louisville football. A couple new coaches hired uh, there at the University of Louisville. Coach Bobby Petrino joins us now here on The Big Show here on Cards Radio 790. Coach, good morning. Good morning, Howie. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. It was a big week there at the football complex. Uh, got got some new coaches coming in. Yeah, a lot of action going on. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a, a great transition for us and, and for our players and our assistant coaches. Uh, so I'm really excited about the two guys that are actually got here last night. Nice. So they are in town and, and ready to roll for this weekend? They are, and, and you know we hired Peter Sermon as our defensive coordinator. Peter's a guy that I've known for a long time. I actually uh, coached his younger or his older brother way back in the Idaho Vandal days, yeah. and watched Peter play in high school and college, and coached against him when he was a player for the Tennessee Titans, uh, and then have watched his career. So. Um, I'm I'm really excited about what he brings to the program, not only a a great defensive mind, but a tremendous recruiter and and organizer. And and what's interesting as well, um, we we talk all the time on this show about competitiveness and how to drive that competitiveness and how to get your kids to be competitive and all that kind of thing. That's one of the first things that I've talked to several different people about Peter Sermon. That's one of the first things they mention about him is his, his, his drive, his competitiveness. Yeah, and I mean that's what that's why he was such a great player, and uh, you know it transitions into being a, a good coach and a great teacher. Um, but yeah, he you know he wants to win all the time, and and uh, my first year with the Jaguars, we were fifteen and three, and we lost all three games to the Titans. Wow! So uh, when he walked into the room um, when I was interviewing him, the first thing I said to him was, "You know, I hate the Titans, right?" Because <laughs> that season, right? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We just couldn't beat him. We could beat everybody else but them. <laughs> what was he like as a player? Uh, he's a very good player. You know, tough, hard-nosed, uh, didn't make mistakes, and then a, also a tremendous special teams player. 
Gotta like that. Gotta like that. And, and the willingness to play special teams. That's a, that's another, uh, telltale sign of competitiveness. That's good. That's, that's, that's good to hear. Uh, now, how, how did this come about? Uh, you knew Peter Sermon for a while. You knew his brother, all that kind of thing. How, how did, uh, how did that process work of you saying, I want to bring this guy in. I think he can help us. Yeah. Well, when, when Todd was going to, uh, leave and, and look and get another job, um, you have to be prepared. So, uh, I talked to a number of guys and, and we're able to meet with guys and visit with them. Um, but Peter stood out to me. You know, I, I, I've known him, like I said, for a long time. I really like the way he teaches and uh, his communication skills and the idea that this is a we and an, an us program, and, and he just wants to make sure that we're a great team as a, as a coaching staff. Do you expect him to keep that kind of 3-4 base, or, or how, what, what does his typical defense look like? Yeah, it's been, you know, multiple fronts anymore. That's what you have to do, but we'll play some of the three, four and some four down and, and, uh, you know, be able to adjust with the teams that you play. I think that there are some differences in, in where he was last year in the SEC where they play more, um, power offense runs and, and two backs and two tight ends, uh, to now being against more spread looks. So we'll be able to have nickel and, and dime packages and, be able to cover all the all the different uh, offenses that you face. I think that's the one unique thing about college football is that different conferences have different styles, and certainly we'll have to adjust some of the things he, he did down there to, to fit the styles that we're going to see from, from our teams in the ACC. And tell me about Lorenzo Ward. you got, uh, got a new DB's coach and, and also associate head coach. Yeah, very fired up to have Lorenzo come in. Uh, we were fortunate to work together uh, at the University of Arkansas. I hired him there when I first took the job, and he came in and did a great job with our corners. Uh, went to South Carolina and became the defensive coordinator. So we competed against each other. Um, they had a great defense. With uh, uh, did a great job with their technique and fundamentals, and and had a really really good secondary and some good pass rushers. So the things that he did when he was at South Carolina are a lot of things I believe in. And when you compete against somebody, you really feel like you get to know them. Lorenzo's a high-energy guy, um, so he's going to give us a lot of energy out on the field, and, and uh, it does a great job of teaching. And also will help a lot with the game planning, and his experience as a coordinator will really help and, and uh, help Peter in, in that aspect. The more guys that you can get in the room who have been a coordinator or been had that kind of responsibility, certainly the better. I, I also remember, I think at one point, Lorenzo had Jair Alexander committed, right? And now he gets to coach him here. Yeah, he did. You know, we were talking about that uh, the other day. And, and uh, you know, what happened on that recruiting class was, if you remember, Coach Spurrier came out and said, yeah, I'm going to coach one or maybe two more years. Mm-hmm. And I think from that point on, they lost nine guys that were committed to them. So we were fortunate enough that one of them was Jair, and we have him now. Yeah. All right, that's just a portion of uh, Bobby Petrino here on 790 KRD. We appreciate his time and the busy uh, recruiting schedule to come on and, and talk with Howie Lindsay, the host of the Louisville Morning Show, the Louisville First here on 790 KRD. We appreciate that. Again, just about wrapping up for the week, it's Tony Vanetti here on the Afternoon Underdogs. And uh, and Dave will be back. It's uh, anniversary time for him. Tenth anniversary is out today. He'll be back on Monday. Again, tomorrow, huge, huge day for the Yum Center Louisville and 
the Duke Blue, De- Blue Devils. This is the benefits of joining the ACC. This is the this is why you join the ACC to play in a league like this. I do sometimes feel for Kentucky that I, I like watching Louisville beat the crap out of of teams, but man, all season long. And this year will be no different. SEC is so bad. And Kentucky's a really good team. They're a good basketball team, obviously. Very talented. And, you know, Coach Cal's a Hall of Fame coach. They're gonna roll they're gonna roll the SEC. They're gonna every game is gonna be sort of a joke. Uh, they struggled against Vandy at, uh, in Nashville last week, but they usually do that. That's always a, a tough place to play, but not against a 500 Vandy team. They should have blown that team out. So whatever. It's going to be, it's going to be fun watching these two teams wrap it up. And then at the end of the year, we all get out to the Monday marathon at, at the Mall St. Matthews. That is going to be a big time again where we have all our shows out there for 12 hours broadcasting straight, tr- straight, trying to give you some advice on how to fill out your brackets. We'll do that the same. Again, this uh, this year, the Monday after the brackets come out on that Sunday night. I couldn't be more excited for the football games this weekend. Seattle at Atlanta on the turf. Uh, obviously, that's an, uh, an, an advantage to Atlanta. Seattle's got to travel all that way, plus play indoors. Seattle would much like to be much more like to be outside in the cold against the Falcons, but that's not what they're going to get. That's why the Falcons are a five point favorite against Seattle. I would rather have, tell you the truth, I'd still take Seattle in that game. 8.45 uh, on Saturday night, Houston at New England. you got to love primetime Saturday night NFL playoff games. Huge ratings. Houston is the fourth biggest market or the fifth biggest market in all of America. And Boston, so the whole East Coast. It's going to be huge ratings. New England Patriots are a 16-point favorite. I don't see it. There's, I don't see them winning by 16. Not in a playoff game, but we will see. Even though the average for wins last week for the playoff teams were 19 points. Pittsburgh at Kansas City is what the the Vegas sees as the best game of the weekend is a pick'em. It's a one-point favorite for Kansas City. Steelers game has changed from 1 p.m. on Sunday to 8:20 on Sunday night. So the late game on Sunday night. There's a weather issue going on for Kansas City. I know there's an ice storm headed this way or headed towards whatever. It's not us, I don't think. I haven't heard anything about an ice storm hitting us. Have you? We're like on the border. We're on the border. But it shouldn't hit us. Well, they're going to screw up Kansas City's game with Pittsburgh at 820. So they're going to move it to 820. Green Bay at Dallas will be maybe the second most watched game all, all weekend long. Huge. Dallas, can they win a playoff game and play like they played all season long? And... If they're down to Green Bay by 17 in the second half, will they go to Tony Romo to get uh, sort of a spark? You got a first-year quarterback playing in the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Right? We'll keep you up on, or try to keep you up on, all of the football recruiting. I know Kentucky's got a player, a uh, highly-ranked player, that's going to announce this weekend, so they will try to keep you up on what's going on with there. And I think I I am covered with everything here today. I want to take a second look. Yes, we're good to go. Uh, All right, so don't forget to listen also, just a reminder, to Mercurio Wealth Advisors um, show, uh, Retirement 360. I'm your host along with Alan Mercurio. We talk about 401Ks, and if you've been laid off or early retired, if you ever had an early retirement, if you've been offered that at 55, we talk about that Right off the bat. So please join us. 11 a.m. I've already got my notes. 
We talk about that right away. So what do you do with that 401, or can you retire at 55? You've got to call 253-9366 and call Mercurial Wealth Advisors and say, hey, here's my setup. They've given me early retirement. I don't know what to do. Should I retire or should I get a smaller job or a big job, whatever? And he can help you do that, okay? Mercurial Wealth Advisors. All right, great show. Thanks, Mud. Thanks, everybody, that called in and gave their predictions. We'll be back on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Have a great, fantastic weekend and drive safe out there. It's Tony Vanetti, and you're listening to The Afternoon Underdogs on 790 KRD. That's my alarm. Hang on, it's my alarm. Saying the show's over. The show's over. 790 KRD. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.